KYB Bare Knuckle returns January 18th to the Charles F. Dodge Center in Pembroke Pines, Florida for Brawl in the Pines 2, featuring two world title fights, including the third and final match in the three-continent trilogy between Marco Martignac and Jerome Hatch. And the savage Cub Hawkins gets his first shot at gold when he takes on BKB's Daniel Laurel for the Police Gazette belt at 185 pounds. And the return of Backyard Original, White Boy Rene Rodriguez, Jordan Fuentes, and more. Visit BYBTickets.com slash Pines for tickets and information. Hi, I'm Scotch. I'm Brad. I'm Nate. And we are Bev's Video Kingdom, the Deluxe Edition Network's podcast of the year. Bev's Video Kingdom would like to wish all of you out there, fellow Deluxe Edition podcasts, as well as all you listeners, Happy New Year. Bev's Video Kingdom. Because Because the the movies movies won't talk about themselves. This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. What's up, everybody? I'm Matt from the Beard Loss Podcast, the Triple T Podcast, and the Yorktown Podcast. I just wanted to wish everybody a happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, Happy New Year, all of the ones that I remembered, and I'm sorry to the ones that I forgot. It's been a wild ride here on the Deluxe Edition Network. So on behalf of all of my co-hosts, you've been whacking off. They call me Toby, too. Tatum Productions, Brandon, J. McDermott, and of course, Meg and Zach. We can't thank you enough for the views, the listens, and providing laugh and insight in everything that we do. Truly, truly thankful for you and everybody at the Deluxe Edition Network. So happy holidays, and uh, here's looking to 2024. We're going to make it bigger and better, well, hopefully. So take care, everybody, and I promise not to add any more podcasts to the Deluxe Edition Network. Hello, and welcome to the second annual Deluxe Edition Network holiday extravaganza. I am your host, Casey Shearer. Joining me, as always, L. Ray Sexton. What's going on, Casey? Not too much, buddy. Happy New Year, man. Yeah, I guess that's what we're doing, huh? Yeah, New Year's Eve kind of party. (laughs) That's right, man. And we have a who's who of podcasters in the waiting room. Mm -hmm. So let's get to it. Hello, everyone. I'm Rob. It's your boy, Two Chains Krampus Box. And we are Metalhead Journeys. And we just wanted to say thank you to Deluxe Edition Network for having us on the network. It's been a great 2023, and we look forward to what 2024 has to offer. But we want to say to everyone on Deluxe Edition Network, happy holidays, stay safe out there. And if for some reason in 2024 you're trying to get into metal, come on over. Come on over to us. Or if you're already into metal and you're looking to kind of branch out into all the different subgenres, come on over. Come on over to us. We will guide you in the right direction. Or a direction. It may not be right. Yes. So, happy holidays. Stay safe from Metal Hunters. Joining us first, Mike D from Take On The World. How you doing, guys? Good, so, man. Mike, How are you? I'm doing good. Doing good. Got some Looking rosy things going on. <laughs> Hello. Derek here from the Graveyard Club. And I just want to wish you, the viewer, and everyone who's on the network, or on the Deluxe Edition, a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Hope you're staying safe out there, guys. And make sure you listen to loads of podcasts over the Christmas. Have a good one. Joining us next, Sarah from IAP Radio. Hello, gents. What's happening, Sarah? Hello, hello. Happy New Year. 
to you as well. Hopefully it's a better one. Yes. Hey guys, Amber Brooke here from the Terror Tuesday podcast. And I just wanted to wish you a very happy holidays and a happy new year. Speaking of new year, new year, new resolutions, right? So why not make one of your new year's resolutions to catch one of my Terror Tuesday lives every other Tuesday on Instagram? And you know what? Stay spooky. Matt from the Real Drunks. Hey, hey, hey. Can you guys hear me all right? Yeah, That's buddy. Sure, there he is. Happy to be here, Matt. Can't wait till you come back to talk about that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you remember that podcast at all, bud. <laughs> Yo, what's up? This is Steve from the Steve and Crypto Show. Just want to wish everybody happy holidays. Uh, Crypto is not here right now. He is off playing Santa for his family. So, uh, yeah, have a happy, safe, whatever you celebrate. Uh, keep on fucking representing the den. That's where it's at. Uh, peace, everybody. All right, joining us next here, Mike and Jimmy. What's up, guys? What's happening, How you doing, guys? What's going on? Happy New Year. We had to get dressed up for the occasion, yeah, you know? know? Like yes, Happy New Year. All right. Joining us next here, let's see if uh, Peter's, uh, I don't know if Peter's video is working. Peter, can you hear us? Fucking kill myself. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to get the fuck, I don't know why the video's not working, bro. You know Turn it on. Uh, I don't know why I haven't used it in forever, and now it's all of a sudden not fucking working, so I gotta fuck with it. All right, well, you fuck with it while we fucking shoot the shit. We know you're there. I'm Denise, and this is Brad from the World Street Crime Podcast. We just want to wish everybody a happy holidays and a fantastic new year. And we want to thank all our followers and supporters, even the Den Network family, for all the help that they've given us this past year in 2023. Yeah, without you, this wouldn't be possible, and we wouldn't be here saying this message. So we appreciate everybody who's helped us out, and we hope that 2024 is just as good as 2023. Yeah, so happy holidays, everyone. And always remember, the world is not always as it seems. No, it's not. Is Christmas always as it seems, too? It's not. No? Okay. (laughs) Happy holidays, everybody. Happy holidays. From Virginia, the ambassador, Ron from Barrel Age Flicks. Wow, that's a fucking sexy voice in that intro. Whose voice is that? (laughs) So fucking good. Yeah, that's that's Ragnar. (laughs) Fuck Ragnar. (laughs) (laughs) It's fucking Ron. Hey, what's yeah. up, guys? Try How y'all doing? All right, Ronnie. What's up, dude? Hello. Doing good. <laughs> there goes Peter. All right, how's everybody doing? Where? So let, let's start with uh, Mike. Where are you calling us from? Tell us about your podcast. Uh, Mike D from Take on the World. Uh, we do a little bit of everything. Try to throw some history in with everything. And uh, we're up here in Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania. Yeah, Mike and I could probably go. Uh, further back than anyone on the network i'd say right yeah yeah absolutely yeah Yeah, at least uh over 20 years mike and i used to wrestle together up in pennsylvania ron ron has a good story then for everyone about (laughs) uh, about the wrestling some great wrestling that didn't last that long (laughs) yeah (laughs) all right mike and jimmy tell us about yourself oh we are here at the bimp lounge uh, yeah, we are bacon is my podcast. Yes, 
And uh, what do we do? We talk about things and stuff. We drink and people. talk shit and uh, get people to tell us their innermost sometimes secrets. Musicians, sometimes yeah. actors, sometimes comedians, sometimes other podcasters like yourselves. And yeah, and, uh, yeah. we're super excited. Like this yeah. whole den experience, we've been here since September and uh, it's been fucking awesome. So thank you. Thank you for, for letting us in. <laughs> I yeah, do got a question. Where'd you come up with that name? Uh, so, um, Mike and I are both in separate bands. Uh, we've played shows together for years and, uh, rehearsed in the same building and we ended up getting, um, picked to do a Christmas benefit show one year and neither of our bands could work it, but we decided, fuck it, we were going to do it anyway. And we needed a name for ourselves. And, uh, I heard a, uh, a podcast with a uh, professional wrestler named Brian Danielson, who is a vegan that was talking about buying a shirt at a gas station that said bacon is my passion. And I thought, <laughs> what a great band name. That's going to be our band name. So that was our band name. And then years later, we made a podcast. And we were like, what do we call this thing? We're like bacon is my podcast. It's a good fucking name. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank hey, you. I love bacon, I love right? Anything with bacon is good. Right? <laughs> right? I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about this. I thought this was like a wildly known, like a widely known thing. So you guys remember Tater Skins? Fuck yeah, yeah, I do. So, so people just thought they went away. They did not go away. Fridays actually created these, and they are the bacon cheddar Tater Skins. So if you've never... <laughs> These are fantastic, and they are—they taste just like the old Tater Skins. Does so. anybody else remember the theme song? Because I had asked him before. I didn't remember it. And I remember it, but you mm. guys... No. no. Don't remember that. Man, it mm. stuck with me. <laughs> tater Skins got baked potato appeal because they're made with potatoes and skins that are real. <laughs> real, that's right. Yes! Right. <laughs> <laughs> of course, Mike does it. Yes! <laughs> That may just not be a California thing. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> Never. Well, yeah, yeah. I grew up in I grew up in Indiana, so that's in the middle of uh, yeah. absolutely nowhere. Man, send, rest, send us your uh, send us your address. We'll send some. In the rest of the country, we eat garbage. We don't eat alfalfa sprouts and whatever the fuck you guys do out there. Okay. Yeah, this is this is the height of health right here. First of all, part of California, I'm in. That shit don't fly here either. Yeah. I'm from Oakdale, California, the cowboy wow. capital of the world. And I know that's yeah. cowboy capital of the world because it says it on our sign when you enter the town. Nice. Speaking of uh, California, it's let's. Man. Let's get into Maddie Marlowe. Uh, another th California thing I have never heard anyone other than you say, Matt, and I'm going to bring it up now, is okay. hella. Hella. <laughs> yep. Hella. And you know, it's not just a California thing. It's more Central California. It's Central Valley. Well, you go well, anywhere else, they look that's at you. California, Matt. Central Valley is <laughs> <laughs> a small part of, the, of California, bro. I've heard, I've heard hella crazy before. Yeah. Really? I know it from Gwen Stefani. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Say it half the time. Uh, I just thought it was some dumb hip hop thing. It's a prison thing, too. <laughs> hey, hey, Ray, I have well, a question. Did you guys call this like a New Year's Eve special so you had an excuse to drink during the shower? Or, or quite no honestly, way? Peter, I haven't missed a day of drinking in since I was 13. 
You guys don't drink during your show? That's, that's part of our sales pitch. Yeah, right. That's all we do in our show is drink. I want you to take a look at the name under my picture or my video here. <laughs> Wait, did you? I just watched the end of the Browns game. You got to be pissed off right Holy now. Holy fuck. Don't get me started. You know what's crazy, bro? Is, is Flacco was playing pretty good, and that score is nowhere near how close that game was. Flacco is garbage. He did okay. He's at he's 30. He was on his couch last week, and they called him up, and they were like, hey, bro, you want to play some football? And he's like, yeah, what I got, you know, it's the Browns. I mean, he pulled out his Rolodex and his all the stuff to check his schedule and be like, oh, yeah, I can play. I can he's fit like, it yeah. in. Right. Yeah. I, I don't have to drop my kids off at school till Monday, so I can play today. Great. <laughs> I hate I hate the Browns. Peter, same thing about my team. Many years because being a Detroit Lions fan has been very fucking hard. And yeah, that's hard Twenty years being a Dolphins fan, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so you had one of our players, Sue. Uh, remember Sue from uh, the Detroit Lions? And one we had time. him for a while. Yeah. I yeah. wish the Browns had that guy. That guy's awesome. Stomping on people's necks and shit. I love that. <laughs> Stepped on fucking uh, Aaron Rodgers nuts, I believe, at one point. Stepped on his calf. Yeah. 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 He loved it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So he's no kink shame here, but he loved it. <laughs> one time he didn't have to tip for that. Some people yeah. pay big money for that. It's true. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Sarah, I see your pickle. There you go. <laughs> I was see that Kerbit from Omega on here somewhere. Yeah. That going with that. <laughs> Maddie, get back into plugging your show there, buddy. I don't think I started plugging my show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Matt from Real Drunks. Unfortunately, Jake and Dan- uh, Daniel couldn't make it tonight. Um, I think Daniel's recuperating because he did like a, uh, a Santa crawl earlier today. Uh, but yeah, Real Drunks. Sometimes we talk about movies. Sometimes we just drink. Ray knows. <laughs> oh, yeah. We pick a movie. We just got Daniel on board with the um, on the podcast now. So big things coming. You know, we're doing starting to do a tournament style brackets for uh, like this this month. We're doing the best Christmas movies, or I should say, we did the best Christmas movies. Probably out by now. So yeah, um, check us out, the Real Drunks. You know, just like it's spelled R E E L. Awesome, Sarah. Hello. How about you? Good. Uh, so all right, I'm in uh, Boston, Massachusetts, up here in the Great Northeast. Uh, I am. Uh, co-host of IAP Radio in a pickle. We cover the less glamorous side of sports. Uh, Dave couldn't uh, join today because he's, you know, slinging beers at the bar. But uh, I'm here and I'm going to carry the weight against uh, you gents. You're going to slum it with us. Yeah, you know, I had nothing We're better to do. We're northeast with you, though. We're up here yeah. with you, so it's all right. I got a question for you. Is that a sketch of Billy Ray Cyrus behind you? No, that's Keith Hernandez. Uh, Keith Hernandez ripping a butt oh. in the dugout. Okay, it looks like Billy Ray Cyrus from here. No, it's Keith Hernandez always. Yes, aren't they the same person? Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's not all Boston sports either, right? You cover everything, right? We cover everything. It's anything that goes south throughout sports. We're uh, going to cover it. We talk about, you know. Domestic assaults, murder, fines, whatever it can possibly be throughout all the major sports. So you talk a lot about basketball. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Last week, we had lots, cover, lots of basketball, lots of football. Did you cover Aaron Hernandez? Uh, at one point. We cover right now, it's mostly just uh, 
current stuff that's going on. So okay. each week you, you, is you live you know, twenty minutes from me in Connecticut. Oh yeah, that's yeah. just it's a shame. It's a yeah. it's a shame. But uh, yeah, he's he's in a, he didn't kill himself. I'm still gonna say it. <laughs> <laughs> Peter, how about you, buddy? What are you plugging? What's going on tonight? What are you doing for New Year's? Later on, buddy. How's that? (laughs) (laughs) Please. Um, What are we plugging? I don't know. So Peter Anthony, uh, writer, director, producer of New Haven, Connecticut, in the Northeast with you guys. Where where are you guys from, Mike and Jimmy? New York. Pennsylvania. Um, um, What are we? I guess I'll plug Laugh, right? So my my new movie coming out is Laugh. We shot the trailer five days to, which was five scenes that are in the movie, but we made it into a trailer. We're editing it now. It's going to take another month or two or three, and then we're going to shoot the next 12 days after that in Boise, Idaho, New York, and Connecticut, and nice. hopefully release. The executive producer for Terrifier 2 is on board, Steve Barton, and the goal is to release it to the movie theater. It's like my whole dream. I took 130 grand out of my 401k. I quit my job, and this is what the fuck I'm doing. Wow. Nice, nice. And I, I broke my fucking knee into about five pieces. So um, what, you see the picture, Casey, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I have metal screws that ripped out of my seventh ACL in my replaced knee, and they're stuck in my knee, one in the bone, one stuck in the joint. And every time I walk, it makes me bleed and I have to get it drained every week. And that's what the fuck I'm doing until I have surgery. Probably a month. Damn. Yeah. Ouch. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> Fun. Tell them talk about some of the people that are in this movie. You, and you did a movie that that's how we met. I was in your movie, Roseblood. Oh, you want, want me to talk about Roseblood? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So we had Rose. So I'm a huge, it's hard to see, but Friday 13th fan behind me. So every single mask ever created, ever, and any poster, any book ever signed by every Jason ever is uh, in my room. I have, uh, I don't know, $50,000 worth of items from the movies. Wow. Huge part seven fan. I became friends with Kane Hodder in part seven. I decided oh. one day I'm going to make my own fucking film. Sick. I wrote my own film. Got Lar Park Lincoln back from seven, Carrie Kaiser back from seven, Kevin Spiritus back from seven, got the same costume Kane had on, and did a contest where a fan could beat Jason. Casey fucking Shearer won. That's yeah. how I met him. Showed up with a huge beard, big ass glasses, asking if he could smoke weed on set. I said, No, you can't. <laughs> we, we did the part seven film. It was a huge success. We had a premiere. We won, I don't know, 30, 40 awards. And then everyone's like, Hey, you did good at that. And now I was like, oh, fuck it. Let's make our own film. I, and I was involved with other films, too, other fan films and things over the years with my crew. So that's kind of the gist. But, yeah, I met, met Casey on, on on set there. He was a good dude. Fun fact, by the way, uh, we are here with horror royalty with this man. He was in. He's in a fantastic film called Broke Down. It is on Amazon I'm in, Prime. I'm in a film called Broke Down. In, write it down. Broke down. It's, One word. It it's, it's a movie that exists. It's it's not a movie. It's a film. It's a and, film. And, and and not only not only is, is not only is Jimmy in it, but his band is also in it performing. My band is in it at the very I'm, beginning. I'm in two Amazon films, but they're so fucking bad. I don't tell nobody about it. <laughs> it they're that bad. So, but Jimmy, what's your last name? Uh, Garabak. Got it. And you what type? Uh, blood type A. <laughs> are you new to this, Jimmy, or no? Uh, no, no, but okay. I have, but I have an OnlyFans that I'll give you uh, all oh, the information. Sweet. That jacket got me from the get go. That's why I know it did. I know. It oh did. wait, wait, wait. For. That's what it's for. It goes black. It goes black as well. Oh, but it also goes. Yellow. But it also goes back. Yeah. <laughs> That's unusual. <laughs> oh man. 
And our ambassador, Ron, from Barrel Age Flicks. How are you, buddy? Doing great. Glad to be here. I missed last year's, and I finally get to be in this year. So Yeah, glad to have you, man. Tell so us about your show, here. what's going on, and uh, if you l- would like to share your little story, please <laughs> please go ahead. Oh, a face full of dick, sure. Um, okay, so... <laughs> Um, no, seriously, uh, Barrel H Flicks is a, a great podcast. We just had a great fucking Christmas year. Uh, being the fucking New Year's is great. Starting our fucking fourth season, uh, we just did a, a radio play for Bad Santa where we completely acted out the roles with sound, score, and everything as a audio radio play of Bad Santa. Um, fucking hilarious. But uh, we have a lot of great shows coming out this uh, year. We basically just review drinks in the beginning as a first segment, a drink that has to work with that movie, and then we review the movie. But our show goes just like real drunks. We get derailed and we get drunk. We take punishments. We spin a wheel. A lot of Everclear, a lot of Malort, a lot of shit. So You guys don't get derailed as much as we do, though. Oh, no, <laughs> you guys we actually have. talk about the movie consistently. There's, we go off on tangents about other shit, too. Stu's shows get derailed crazy. He just, that is he, true. He likes that to go organic. True. Yeah, he likes to go organic. Long Kiss Goodnight was a three-and-a-half-hour show, and I cut it down to two Ooh. hours because it was just nothing but shit that had nothing to do with the movie. So... But uh, we have a great time, and we're fucking hilarious, and we bust each other's balls, and I'm always puking, and yeah, it's, it's fucking great. <laughs> is, one, is, one thing I will say is, so when, when we first joined the den, we actually, uh, I was, we, we were out in Cleveland uh, for work, and we first got together with Casey, and he introduced us, and we were supposed to fly home. We ended up, the flight got canceled. And then we were like, well, we got to get fucking home, so let's road trip it. So we ended up renting a car um, and getting to listen to a whole bunch of the podcasts and stuff like that. And we took we a hit, deep dive. We took a deep dive. We, we hit a bunch of uh, Hilf episodes and, and, and everybody here. One of the things, though, with uh, Barrel Age Flicks was Malort. And I'm like, yes. That's the drink of our show. What right, right? What what the hell is it? And I started looking it up. I'm like, this sounds awful. We should try it. Is. It is awful. <laughs> we haven't tried it yet. We're waiting. We're waiting till we can do it with you. But uh, oh, that'd be great. Yeah, some, yeah, we're in. No, where you guys could drink it at at some point. We'll do that. We can. We don't I, want to, but we can. I, can leave. I got a bottle on my it. shelf that I'll never open again. <laughs> I can't find what? it around here. I found the little tiny bottles, like yeah. the, the the travel size, mm-hmm. which I'm willing to. I'm willing to. Yeah, that's that's really all you need. Hey, hey real quick, guys, we have a we have a very special guest here that he can only stay for about five or ten minutes. He just wants to pop on and say Happy New Year to everyone. So uh, I'm going to introduce you to Gregory Scott Cummins. Hey, hey, hey. hey. what's up? Hey, hey. <laughs> yeah, I how are you, man? Just wanted to say hi to everybody. Hi, Casey. Hi, Ray. Hi, everybody else. Just wanted to say Happy New Year to everybody. How's it going tonight, man? What are you doing for the New Year? Doing well. Yeah, we're three hours behind you in the uh, Pacific Standard Time, so uh, it's only about 5.20. But uh, I guess you're taping this for later, I assume. So. uh... (laughs) Yeah, for uh, this will come out on New Year's Eve. So this is a New Year's Eve party. Great. I have to put my glasses on and see who everybody is. I'm doing this from my phone. Oh, wow. I can, I can read all that. StreamYard on the phone is, is a killer. It is. Oh, yep. yeah. Greg, I, I, I know from experience. 
Yeah, it is. Well, you know, the important thing is I can see me, and uh, I, I look. I look <laughs> That's all that matters. Yeah, I, I look great. I mean, just really, just yeah. yeah. <laughs> Best looking man in Hollywood, right? That's yeah. Right. Well, yeah, just about. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Great. Yes. Great looking clown, by the way, in Batman Returns. Oh, thank you, thank you. Yes, they hired me because of my good looks. Yeah. That was fucking great, man. Taking a yeah. flip in the sewer. With yeah. the uh, baby, yeah. Hello, I I oh. just want to say hello, Luther. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just had it took my heart. I just had to. Well, I appreciate that. What do you know about smuggling heroin? Yeah. <laughs> 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 yes. Oh, that's great. Yeah. We'll see if he comes back there, but yeah, that was Greg. Uh, where were we? Uh, Ron. Oh yeah, you're uh, you're uh, your dick. Um. So, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> what a segue so <laughs> yes so, no way no way no way let's let's segue back here uh mike and i we we mentioned this at the beginning of the show mike and i go way back we know each other over 20 years we trained to be professional wrestlers together and in the Royal Rumble most, sorry yeah uh no he was no he wrestled in the main event, main event. Right? oh man yeah come on man sorry. they put casey in the undercard <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> a friend of ours a r- very good friend of ours and mike's tag team partner for 16 17 years right mike uh 19 19 years yeah the love bug he passed away and uh, they decided to have a memorial show for him and i decided to get back in the ring after 22 years mike decided to get back in the ring after a lot less seven. nine years seven years seven years yeah and uh, wow. so they they did a show in Albertus, Pennsylvania, and Ron from Barrel Aged Flicks took her drive up from Virginia to check it out. This is the first time I've talked about this. Openly. I heard it. I heard it. Yeah, you heard it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, but I'm talking about on the podcast. Oh, okay. So I trained like harder than I've ever trained since I was a pro wrestler. I lost, you know, a considerable amount of weight. I was lifting weights uh, every day, you know, riding the Peloton. I went to uh, Knoxville, Tennessee to train with Dr. Tom Pritchard. He's one of the the best pro wrestling trainers in the country. He trained The Rock, among others. And then uh, the day of the show, I text Mike and I said, could you bring me two cases of uh, white white claws? And I started drinking at approximately noon. Before getting in the ring. That's great. But first of all, I had to say, why the fuck would you pick White Claw? Well, yeah. I was going in on that one, too. Well, White Claw. I lost street cred buying that stuff. (laughs) (laughs) BC boys didn't fight for your right to drink White Claws. Not at all. My my reasoning for drinking the white claws is I was like, well, I can drink this all day long and be fine. Yeah. <laughs> that that was not the case. Good you got to be careful with that aspartame there, bud. <laughs> Why don't you take over from there? Uh, who wants to take over, Mike or Ron? Actually, Mike, oh, go ahead. Talk about the ring mat, the the match, and how long he lasted in there. <laughs> 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 he was, I have it on video. All right, too. so let's talk. Yeah, let's talk about that. So, like, there was, like, okay, everybody knows professional wrestling is not real, right? Whoa, so, whoa, whoa. 
<laughs> it's real to me, goddammit. Wait, what? People get hurt. <laughs> yeah, people still get hurt, but everything, it's it's all predetermined, right? So no. me being as drunk, <laughs> me being as hammered as I was, I was like calling all the shots for this Royal Rumble that I was in. And I went out there and I gave this one dude a suplex and he, what we call in the business, no sold it. And I got up to go do something else, and he immediately threw me over the top rope, and I was eliminated from the match that I was supposed to be in until the end. But that wasn't his intention. Am I wrong? You weren't supposed to hook your arm and, and stay in? Uh, honestly, Peter, I have no idea. You wanted to or something, but you missed it, something like that. That was, the, that was supposed to be the, that was the finish. I saw so oh. the finish was I was supposed to throw the one dude over and, and it was supposed to, he was supposed to look like he was being thrown out. I was going to turn around and look, Hey, I won, I won. And then he's going to dump me over the top. Let me yeah, ask you. That's not how it went. Do you think he threw you out because you were hammered? He's like, "Fuck it, we're uh, throwing this guy out." That's no, the only thing I can imagine, <laughs> and that I can hope for is that um, his trainer—I don't want to mention his name—but um, I can only assume that his trainer told because he was a real young guy. I can only assume that he was like, "Get him the fuck out of there as soon as possible," right? And which yeah. is probably exactly what he should have done. I can illuminate that a little bit. Yes, please. <laughs> Because I trained wrestlers for a long time, and you know our trainers. Uh, if you remember back, if someone tries to run spots in a battle royal, they tell you to dump them. Yeah. So a suplex in the battle royal, it's not the best idea. There's no room for it. <laughs> yeah. Kicking people in the head. Plenty of room. <laughs> it was uh, it was a hell of a show to watch him go in there for like a minute and then get kicked out already. So so all that peloton work. All those white claws. Yeah. And, and, and Ron drove like eight hours to see that. <laughs> I almost flew out there to go see that, and I'm so uh, glad I didn't. <laughs> I would have been so pissed. I was co-host. I stayed home because I knew it was going to happen. <laughs> so, so Casey, you, it, it took you like two cases of white claws to go into business for yourself yeah. in this battle royal. 16 yeah. white claws, Mike. Now he was downing him down like next to next. I mean, seriously, he also had his first shot of Malort that night, too. Yes, uh, yes. Yeah. Oh, you, know, Greg, Greg, you have time to hang out for this? Yeah, Greg, yeah, do you no, have time? I'm to... enjoying this. All right. I, I didn't all right, all right. any of this. Well, Greg, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Greg, I'm letting you know, Malort is a, is a drink that tastes like utter bullshit. It's, it's, it's very bitter, it lingers, and it's bad, and it's the drink of our show. So I brought two little airplane bottles to the uh, wrestling match for them to try out. Mike tried it. He had a hell of a reaction. Like, he's like, ew. He, he couldn't stand it. I have the video. Oh, of it. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking uh, Casey, he took it and he just stood there and just like. <laughs> yeah, that's the worst yeah, shot I ever right. had. He said, wow, there's no reaction. He says. That's probably still the worst drink I've ever had. <laughs> I mean, there was no fucking reaction. No sold it. I yeah. no sold it. Yeah, I was I was at least uh, twelve white claw in it by that time. Yeah, all that aspartame you can't taste. And yeah, your taste buds are dead. No. That's probably why. I'm sure if you weren't drinking all those white claws, it might have been worse for you. you. You were probably like toned down to the point where you could never get as much of the taste. Oh but sure. Mike took it. Mike took it really hard, and Mike yeah. even had a little bit too. I, I believe. I think he took yeah. it. Too. Mike couldn't even finish the bottle. He had to give some to Mongoose. I was I was just helping him out. I just wanted him to feel a part of it. <laughs> yeah. Ron, sure was there anything else from that night that you wanted to tell anybody? 
Oh yeah, the night where you were changing in front of us and just flashing your dick off right in front of Mongoose's face, and yeah, that was that was interesting. Seriously, I, I was that was more more of you that I wanted to see. <laughs> well, were you impressed or not? This wasn't in a locker room too. I'm I'm, I'm not gonna lie. This was like there was just like tables up as a wall behind. Yeah. The, uh, I guess like, the way before the it, he just takes his pants down and just it's just hanging there like really. Right in front of us, there's a room over there. Well, you know, it's like the gym. Hey, the old guys at the gym, they just don't care. Oh, man. No, he, he didn't care. He didn't even fly the fuck, really, to tell you the truth. I had no idea that the locker room had been taken down at that point. <laughs> there were kids all the way on the other side and, uh, and, a, and, and families on the other side, too. I was like, oh, shit. Was it in the school gymnasium? Because that's like a you know, uh, sex crime. It's some type of I don't know what, 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 what was it, it was a uh, community center. It's oh, like a rec center, yeah. Are you, are you allowed within five hundred yards of a school now? <laughs> <laughs> that happened allegedly. I still don't believe you. Oh no, no, it happened. Ask Mongoose. Ask Mike was there too. <laughs> no, I don't know if Mike was there. So, Greg, while we have you, I know you don't have much time. Uh, have you ever been in any? Uh, Christmas movies? Other no, you were in uh, Hack O'Lantern, one of my favorite Halloween movies. Were you ever in any oh, Christmas God, movies? No, that's that's not a movie. It's more of a well, yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, no. I, I, the only thing I did that have to do with Christmas that, that I can remember was the um, the Christmas special for the It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, uh, which is the, that's the episode. The, uh, that's the episode that got me hooked very, on that show. Okay. Yeah, very sunny Christmas or something like that. It was the second or third season. They did a special episode where Luther was younger and and basically um, uh, Mac. Uh, he, he thought that you know Christmas is all about going to your neighbors at midnight on Christmas Eve, and they left presents for us at their trees at their houses. And so we go over to their houses and be very quiet because they, you know, it's like, so we get their presents and take them home with us. And, uh, and that was uh, what he thought Christmas was, just uh, going over to other people's houses and, and getting our Christmas presents. So, yeah. That was a great episode, too. That show that's that actually got me hooked on that show. Yeah. yeah. I but tried to put that in a place we, with my family. It yeah. didn't work. I was like, let's go to the neighbor's house. It's midnight. Why not? They yeah, were like, yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, breaking yeah, an entry. Yeah. Why not? Why not? They have nicer things. Yeah, let's exactly. do that. What's a little holiday B&E? Exactly. Right. right. Okay. <laughs> well, Luther was a heck of a dad. You know, he was a, mm-hmm. a heck, of a, heck, heck of a good dad, you know. But, uh, yeah, it's a, that's a, such a zany, crazy, funny, goofy show that uh, it's just a great idea. And then Charlie's mom had, uh, you know, a myriad of 50 Santas coming in every Christmas Eve to have sex with her upstairs, you know. And so uh, Charlie, uh, you know, thought that all the Santas brought him a gift. So, you know, that was it. So he had all the Santas come in and out of his mom's room and, you know, and they'd be there for 20 or 30 minutes and then leave, you know, so. Yeah, so, <laughs> so it's very, a great show. Very healthy. It is a great show. I'll be yeah. check that out. But uh, yeah, yeah a- no, but that's it. That's all I can think of. Uh, maybe there was something <laughs> else, but my memory is so good about that. But uh, it yeah, counts. No, nothing that I can think of. 
But uh, about, well, you guys, I think a lot uh, of people I, consider Batman Returns a Christmas movie, don't they? I think it is. Oh, yeah, yeah, I guess it is. Yeah, I guess, I guess. Yeah, it has to do around the holidays. Yeah. If yeah. Die Hard so, is a Christmas movie, then yeah, Batman I, would, Returns I, was, movie. I wish I were in that. And yeah. Die Hard definitely yeah. is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. I would say that's a. Definitely. I wish I was in Die Hard too. I mean, I feel like everybody does. Really? Yeah, that plays near Dulles Airport too, right near me. <laughs> Really? Well, that was part two. Yeah. Die Harder. Die Harder. Also a Christmas movie. Harder. <laughs> but I, uh, well, I, I, uh, I just wanted to say Happy New Year to everybody, and I love the show. My favorite show up there on streaming, and uh, and uh, you just you guys just keep it up. You guys keep it up. You're great. I love your stuff. And thank uh, you, Greg. We appreciate you, man. And all the fans out there, everybody who's listening, uh, Happy New Year. I hope you all had great Christmases or Hanukkahs or, or holidays uh, in whatever form. And, uh, and, and a wonderful New Year to everyone. Healthy and Happy New Year for everyone. Thank you, Thank well, you buddy. Thank you. Awesome. Happy Thank you, Greg. Year. Happy New Year, right. buddy. Happy New well, Year. Enjoy, right. enjoy your evening. And, uh, and Thank I'll, you, buddy. I'll talk to you guys again soon. Okay. Cheers, dude. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Cheers. Hey, man. Cool. Uh, Cheers. Good Scott saying. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, let's go. Let's do a little rundown here. What is? Uh, let's start with Mike and Jimmy. What are your what? Yeah. What are your favorite uh, Christmas movies? Oh man. Uh, Die Hard. <laughs> yes. Elf. Elf. Yeah, Elf is up there. Oh. Um, oh. I love. I love the Jim Carrey Grinch. Uh. I love that movie. I don't care. You can be mad all you want. That's a hot take. <laughs> it's not a hot take. It's, it's a, a great movie. Hot take. Kind of a hot take. It's a fantastic yeah. film. I prefer the original cartoon cinema. personally. I yeah. prefer the original cartoon. Yes, hundred percent. But I also also do like that. Uh, I, I'm I'm all Christmas Vacation. Christmas Vacations are excellent. Christmas Vacation and uh, a Christmas Story. Uh, what about Santa's Sleigh? With Goldberg? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, Violent Night. Yeah, Violent Night. Violent Night was great. Yeah. yeah. So we talked about uh, this with uh, Matt last week uh, with the Christmas Eve episode. Um, yep. What do you guys think of a Christmas Story story? I actually did not see it. No. Oh, the sequel to a Christmas Story the sequel. Yeah. I did not yeah. see it yet. I recommend we, it. We reviewed it. We reviewed it last year, and it started out cheesy, but then it got really good, and I was actually very impressed with it. I actually, yeah. okay, I, agree I was with very Ron. happy with it. It, it, okay. was, it was good. I, it, definitely not as good as the original. I mean, obviously, no, no. yeah. But you miss it had the, it had the same heart yeah. to it. Yes. You know, like it it gave you the feels. So you're like, okay, this is a good feel good Christmas movie. Nice. A lot yeah. of the Christmas yeah. viewing in in like my house is because my kids are like starting to get older and starting to comprehend shit, and and it's like, okay, can we show this to them? Can we not? All right, are they going to enjoy this? Can they? Are they not? So, like, a Christmas story for them was kind of boring yeah. initially. I uh, get that. So, yeah. so like a Christmas story story never really hit in the house. But I, I it like always in the back of my mind, I was like, man, I got to see that shit. So instead of a Christmas story, twenty four hours, you just play twenty four hours of Die Hard on Christmas. Mm. Yeah, hell yeah! You got to mix Die Hard yeah. and Lethal Weapon. There Lethal you weapon go. Really <laughs> yeah. The old, uh, the old stop motion. Things count because I love those. Oh yeah, oh, oh yeah. yeah, I love those. Those are those Rudolph are... and all the rank, Rankin Bass. Bumbles bounce. I, I Bumble. think. I think the, the, 
So the every best time, line, the best every, line is a dentist. <laughs> <laughs> so every time we have somebody on from a Christmas story, like Scott Schwartz or, or Zach Ward, I keep pushing this narrative that I want them to do a a, a show about uh, the bar, Flick's yes. Bar. Mm. So okay. both Zach, both Zach and Scott said they would do it. Almost like a Cheers type of show. Yeah, yeah, that would be. That's a good idea, yeah, man. Be a like good idea. Yeah, I'm into that. I keep shoving it down all their throats, though, and I'm just going to keep doing it. I'm just i I give <laughs> AC a list of of like who do you want to interview, and it's just people from that movie. <laughs> I just want to shove this thing down their throat until I can go. I made that happen. Nice. Yeah, if uh, if people haven't seen, like Mike and Jimmy haven't seen the movie, uh, Flick's Bar is a major part of the Christmas Story story. Okay, it's really, okay. It's really fucking cool. And also, the way that they put Farkas in there, yeah. I thought yeah. was really cool. And there's one scene, I, I, I guess, I, I don't want to spoil it, because I guess you... Just somebody... fucking spoil it. Right, well, yeah, spoil it. You just see the flashback where it shows older Farkas <laughs> and his little bully uh, buddy and they're both laughing at him and pointing at him in their, you know, being adults. That just about made me laugh my ass <laughs> off, just seeing like old school, but them as adults. They did the scene where they all made fun of him and they laughed at it. Yeah. I just, yeah, but, I spoiled it to him. He took his ear piece out. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I, I seriously think that was worth watching. It was actually. Is it, yeah, is it Mike, Mike and Jimmy? Yeah, I mean, the names are so Mike. So, like, do you really, do you honestly get mad when people spoil something? Uh, no, I try not to. But, like, you know, even when, back in the past, uh, last week, technically, but, like, Survivor <laughs> Series, uh, we went out, and when I got home, I saw what happened, and I was like, hey, did you see what happened? And <laughs> I don't want to spoil it for you, but also, CM Punk is back. <laughs> yeah, I think I, so, I think I'm I think I'm more the guy that doesn't like I I don't, I, I don't watch I, trailers and I I try and avoid yeah, everything until way. I go see something. So. But I have the ultimate fucking horrible worst thing that ever happened with a a movie. So I'm at work and this guy's explaining to me about this new horror movie called Saw. And uh, he goes, I don't want to spoil it for you, but the guy gets up at the end off the floor. Oh, I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> My dad spoiled the sixth sense for my stepbrother years ago. My stepbrother <laughs> still has not gotten over it to this day. <laughs> and with that's him, when it first came out. With him, oh. like, I, so I used to take off for midnight showings. Back when midnight showings were a thing. Oh, yeah. right. uh, I used to go to midnight showings, and he used to bartend on the Thursday nights into Friday mornings. So... I'd go to the midnight showings and then they started bumping them back and they'd do advanced screenings at like seven, eight or no, I think it's like 10 o'clock. Yeah. So we'd get out by like 12, one o'clock. We'd go to the bar and he'd see me walk in and I'd belly up to the bar and he'd go order a drink. I don't want to fucking talk to you. Yeah. Just leave. <laughs> don't. <laughs> I'm going in the morning. Don't fucking look at me. Just tell me what you want to drink. And that that's, that was our relationship for a long time. It was. It was a good. <laughs> we talked a lot less on a Thursday. Yeah, I don't spend that time on Thursdays. I don't mind so much with movie spoilers, but like you said about the the wrestling spoilers, like that, I don't want to know. Like because I I watch wrestling religiously every week. Well, AEW, not so much, not WWE, but um, my friends. Like we're in, I'm in a group chat with two other guys uh, on Wednesday nights, and 
I'm always like, I, I'm not watching tonight. Don't fucking tell me anything. Right, right. Yeah, I, I think, I think I'm the opposite. Like, I, I want to know less about, uh, movies than with wrestling. Wrestling, I, I could give a shit about. Like, there was a long time too where I'd just be like, okay. Next morning, I'd wake up. I'd read what happened. I go, okay, is it worth watching? Is it not worth watching? Yeah, right. That kind I think of thing. But movies don't media. don't fucking do that. Social media is a huge culprit because I give it gave up on so many TV shows because when yeah. I was on social media, I was like, oh, this just happened. This just happened. Like, oh, fuck, I'm done watching the show. I mean, you see everything on fucking Facebook and fucking right. Instagram and stuff like that. It's like I don't want to watch anymore. I gave up on uh, The Walking Dead. I, there was a couple other shows that I gave up on because I was just getting tired of seeing spoilers online. I was like. Yeah, I finally just watched all the like from the last three seasons of The Walking Dead a few months ago after it already ended just because I was tired of that shit. Yeah, yeah, I I fell off at like season four because of that stuff. Yeah, I I, I finished that season. I was like, as soon as the other one started, I started getting bombarded with stuff. And I was like, I don't even want to see the episode now. I feel like I feel like they started kind of. Oh, what were we saying, Ron? I did that for Stranger Things because I just recently watched it all. I just started like uh, beginning of the summer. And that show's been on for like four or five years or something like that. Yeah. Because of all the shit I was seeing online. And then I finally watched it and actually enjoyed it because I was trying to forget of all that shit I saw online. I did the same thing. I finished it all in the summer too. I did the same thing you did. Like I, I was like, I don't when it's when it's hot and popular and everybody's talking about it, I don't want to watch it because I don't want to I'll get sucked in and I'll yep. hear bullshit. And for a long time with like Walking Dead, they had Talking Dead afterwards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And for a long time they were really good about it. And it was like really cool. They elicited pretty cool conversation, shit like what we do you know and then all of a sudden they kind of like they were like well we're not going to say that this happened and it's just like yeah what why are you spoiling next week's show (laughs) yeah right not a fan of that yeah no no don't do that today don't do that it's mean (laughs) (laughs) all right who wants to go next with uh let's should we continue with the christmas movies I'll, yeah. I'll say mine if that's all right. I'll go next. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, mine is uh, Christmas Vacation. That is my ultimate number one uh, favorite Christmas movie. Uh, Scrooged. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that is classic to me right there. And uh, I'd say if I were to go to more of the uh, the traditional, um, Christmas Story is overrated, in my opinion. But uh, I don't know. I, <laughs> I actually, believe it or not, you guys are probably going to laugh at me, but I like the original Wonderful Life. I, I, I grew up on that, and I watched it every Christmas Eve, and that is actually one of my favorite Christmas movies. So, so Ron, you're going to think I'm the worst like <laughs> movie podcast guy in the world, but I finally watched It's a Wonderful Life two days ago. That was... Huh, in, what are you like? I know. I know. So, and the reason it's I watched... a little late. But you, do you like it or not? You know what? Honestly, I did like it. And the reason okay. I will say this is because by the time this comes out, this episode will already be out. So we're doing a March Madness style draft of Christmas movies. Which one's the best? So we pit in one of the matchups was actually, excuse me, um, it's a Wonderful Life versus How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the Jim Carrey version. I had to by default go against uh, say the Grinch because I had never seen It's a Wonderful Life. And that, I and oh, I, had said, I will watch it before the next episode, which we're going to be recording soon, um, yeah. this coming week. I will I will watch it by the time that one starts, so I can actually give an honest opinion of it. And I actually would change my vote to "It's a Wonderful Life." Yeah, it's a it is. It is I, I will say that one thing about it though is like because I knew the premise of it. It's 
you know, wish I would never been born. He shows him how, that shit didn't even fucking happen till like last half hour. It's a long <laughs> fucking movie. Yeah, yeah. I was it, like, holy Christmas shit. Is only, Christmas is only in the last 30 minutes, but you, you, the yeah. villain, um, old man, uh, goddamn, uh, uh, Potts, uh, Mr. Potts or whatever his Potter. name is. Potter. Mr. Potter, yes. It's been, yeah. um, he is by far like the greatest fucking villain ever. And it, it just ends really good. It's just a it's just a very good classic movie. It's very I, good. Like I I will probably put it in my Christmas rotation. Yes, that's awesome. Matt only didn't I, watch it because he was tired of people on social media spoiling it for him. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Every year, all the all the it's a wonderful life social media spoilers. Yeah. And then my you know, it it was good. I, it's I would say it's my favorite, but I do get the appeal to that movie. Well, I respect, right. respect your opinion. So that's good that you actually enjoyed it because yeah. a lot of people of the generation right now, they watch it like this is boring, but it's actually got a really good fucking story. So, because right. who doesn't will, wish they were, weren't dead? I mean, I, <laughs> I, I will segue to, to the next because it, now that you said that, because one of my favorites of all time, and I don't remember, I was pretty hammered last week when we. When I was talking to Ray and Casey, I don't remember if I even threw this on my list or not when we talked about top fives. White Christmas is one of my favorites. I love White Christmas. It's decent. We actually reviewed that last year, too. So, White Christmas is one of my favorites. I'm going to tell you my top three favorites, and I don't remember if I even mentioned these or not because I was pretty (laughs) hammered last time. But um, White Christmas, Love Actually. I know I'm going to get a lot of slack from this one because I love Love Actually. And Scrooged are my some of my favorites. Scrooge my wife, Scrooge. my wife last night. I, I went in. Uh, you know, my, my son's been a little sick, so I was I was putting him to bed. Uh, he's got this nasty ass cough, and she. I went in, and she was for the third night in a row watching Love Actually, and I was like, "What?" She's really why trying to you, get you to watch this thing. Why? What's going on? It's She's like, like I have something to tell you. I keep fucking falling asleep. <laughs> I so she doesn't asleep. like it, or she's just really tired. So, so what the hell is that movie about? Uh, love, actually. I had to watch it with my wife, Sammy, and I couldn't get into it. It's like three or four or five love stories or something like that between couples of when this yeah, happened to pair. And, it's uh, kind of like an anthology a, type of... Together, I think. Yeah, it's, um, like a, it's an anthology movie that they all kind of tie in together where they're all kind of separations of people that know each other and type thing. I, I, I enjoy it. I watched it when it first came out in theaters because me and my best friend went with his wife at the time and she made us watch it and we're like, I don't want to watch this and we watch it. We're like, oh shit, that's actually really good. So it's one of my favorites. I enjoy it. I mean, it's funny. I mean, it's got an all-star cast of like, yeah, obviously English actors, yeah. but it's we I mean, got like Hugh Grant is in it, uh, Bill Nye, um, Alec Rickman, science guy, Alan Rickman. Yeah, I thought the same thing, right? Isn't that What's what he that, just right? said? Bill Nye, Bill Nye, Bill Nye, oh, Bill Nye, yes, <laughs> Jamie Jones. <laughs> yeah, my wife, I my wife falls asleep to literally everything, like Guardians of the Galaxy, fell asleep to. Any like literally any movie, she she will fall asleep to nowadays. So the, the only movie I fell asleep to yeah. was I saw Avatar in the theater and I fell asleep. Me too. <laughs> Welcome back, Mike. Same. Where to God? I had so, to run for a beer, dude. Yeah. So fucking boring. <laughs> I just kept mine with me. <laughs> I brought three this time. I'm good. Yeah, I'm about to pour myself a glass of Jameson. Yeah, though, oh, so uh, it is. It is New Year's Eve. 
what is everyone drinking tonight? I'm about to get myself Jameson, so I'll be right back. We're drinking Jameson. I'm not drinking. Yeah, Jameson, man. I'm not drinking. I'm just having a water. Be on a stream 40 minutes ago, but uh, (laughs) (laughs) oh wait, a TCM Texas Chainsaw Massacre stream. So I'm gonna fucking drink when I do that. There you go. I'm drinking some at Glenelaki, a 12 year old Scotch. You a Scotch guy? I like Scotch. I'm more of an Irish whiskey guy, but I was kind of in the mood for this. So my buddy, who's also on the network, uh, Scotch from. Barrel Age Flick. I'm not sorry, not Barrel Age Flicks. Um, BDK, Bear, uh, Best Video Kingdom. He gave this to me a while back when he was a guest on my show. Um, and fucking amazing. It stuff's really good. I like scotch. I like, I'm a whiskey guy. So, bourbons, Irish whiskey, um, scotch, I'm into. There, there was a guy in our film, John Strang, Casey knows. He played the MP yeah. uh, in our film. And um, long story short, when we had the premiere, nobody knew, but anybody whose family members passed away during the film. I took pictures and stuff of them and put them in a memoriam at the end of the film and none of them knew it. Oh, wow. So I, at the end, I played this really uh, emotional music at the premiere and, and his dad was somebody who passed away and I put it all on there and people were crying. Q was crying because his mom died and my, my best friend was on there. And long story short, John Strang got me two bottles of scotch. One was $800 Ooh. and one was $600. One was McAllen. 35 years. Oh, yeah. Another one was a rare one that you have to be a dealer for them for 20 years, and then you could only have access to it. Oh, it's probably, um, my guess is it's probably, um, what is that, Ron? You probably know. um, But uh, two bottles, and I drank them both. And I'm telling you, the difference was fucking amazing. A wood wood, uh, case? Yeah, he did a wood case. The McCallum had the wood case. I'm because thinking I think it's had, the uh, Happy before. Van Winkle, probably. Yeah, because a buddy of mine, I went to a 4th of July party, and uh, we got to drink, and he, he just wanted all of us to drink it so he can keep the box in the bottle. Yeah. And, uh, we got to try that. That shit was smooth. Yeah, right. it's probably, I'm, th- I'm guessing probably Pappy Van Winkle, because that shit is yeah. expensive. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. I yeah. think Callan's 12-year was good. <laughs> I, I totally yeah. Callan's 12, 12-year is my go-to. I got two bottles. I love it. Yeah. We totally so, lucked out one year. We had, um, I had a... Uh, uh, a fan of my band came to see me at the bar that I work at. And she was like, she was like, Hey, um, we're moving out of our house and we were clearing out my brother's old room. And he had gone to Ireland 20 years ago and went to the Jameson distillery Mm -hmm. and bought a bottle of Jameson 20 while he was there and then never opened it and never did anything with it. Do you want it? And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I would like I would like that. That would be great. And so she came in and I gave her like 30 bucks for it. <laughs> is, that 12, is that 12 years? It's tw- 12 that was 20 years ago. Yeah. Is when, uh, is when he bought so it. It, it oh, tasted like oh. it tasted like 12 year Jameson, but it looks like it was washed up on a sea. Right. <laughs> oh, so God. The best one of the best whiskeys I've ever had was actually the 18 year Jameson. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. shit is smooth as fuck. I've had the so 18, good. I've also had gold reserve. Uh, mm-hmm. that one, uh, mm-hmm. I've had black barrel is my go to. I like regular Jameson, but black barrel is my ultimate. Um, there was also a series that they did, uh, that I had. There was like the copper pot, yes. The co- there was uh, yeah, yeah. it was three of them. I had all three of them too. They're like 70 dollars a bottle or something like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, they were all different, but uh, Jameson is. Yeah, that's, that's my, so, that's Ron, my... if you, you're a Jameson guy, uh, which yeah. I I am too, for to a point like it used to be my favorite. Uh, I discovered another Irish whiskey when I because I used to go to Ireland before the pandemic. I'd go for ten years. I was going every year, right, right around this time, 
and there's a distillery in Dublin. It's the only distillery still actually in Dublin. It's called Teeling, T-E-E-L-I-N-G, Teeling. Better than better than Jameson. It is so good. I'll yeah, that. That's it right there. Yeah. I prefer Teeling to Jameson. And when I was the first time I went to it, I was doing the, that. Place. What's that? Uh, no bacon. Just send oh. me a picture of that if you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, got it. I got you. Um, when I was there, I was I decided you know I'll do the I'll do the the whiskey tasting when I did the tour of the distillery, and they had different levels of tastings where you could do just the you know the bottom shelf one and then up and I was like you know what I'm a whiskey guy I'll do the top shelf one yeah and uh it cost me like I think like 70 euro but it was worth it yeah. I tasted one and this was a it was whiskey that was aged for I think it was like 8 years in a portuguese port barrel and then moved to another barrel to be aged for another 12 years but they can't call it a twenty-year bar- uh, age because once it leaves that first barrel, it's no longer. So they just call it like you know, just a re- special reserve. Best whiskey I've ever tasted in my life. And when I bought it, I actually got to pour it myself out of the cask into the bottle and oh, do the whole awesome. little touristy thing. Gonna... Yeah, it was cool. It was best whiskey I ever that's had. Awesome. But... I'm going to tell you something, Matt, about uh, this standard Teelings versus mm-hmm. uh, Jameson. Speak for your fucking self. You don't like it? <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, no, I do like it. I do like it. Yeah. It's it's definitely what I actually really like. Uh, well, first off, red breast. Red okay. breast is good. Yeah. Red breast is great. Is. Uh, but like a newer company called Rowan Co. is really fucking good. They're really good. And we also tried one called the Quiet Man. That was also. Oh, really the good. Quiet Man is very good. Quiet as well. Man, really? Yeah, Quiet Man. That's oh, that's, and uh, this one on too. Movie. This one. Yeah. Um, great movie with uh, John Wayne. Yep, great movie. Sexton. I love that movie. Sexton? Oh, sure. Sexton's good. Sexton's, Sexton's very good. good. I've had that. Yep. Um, this Maybe bottle. Real, real bits of tiger. This bottle is awful. <laughs> Panther. <laughs> Panther, sorry. That's yeah. how you know it's good. It does look like that's how you know it's good. You've had monkey <laughs> shoulder scotch? What's that? Monkey, monkey shoulder scotch? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've had this one. What is that? Yellow spot, 12-year? No. This is a good Ooh. Irish whiskey. Why yeah, there's tears? Expensive ones, but it's good. It's uh, that, yeah. Looks like I'm gonna have a shot problem. You need to see. You think I have a drinking problem? These motherfuckers are spending hundreds and hundreds of dollars on one bottle. No, you got to here, buddy. You want to know something? So everyone gets liquor, sad sometimes. There's a liquor store here in here in Oakdale that does every six months they do. They do an event called the Brown Bag Event, and I talked about this on the show. Um, it's two hundred dollars to buy in, and you go there in the morning, and they have a bunch of different brown bags, paper bags filled with whiskeys. You don't know what it is; you just pick one, and no matter what, you're going to get two hundred dollars worth of whiskey. But there are some that are worth five hundred dollars a bottle in there. There are some that are worth like two hundred, but they also have like four or five different bottles in there. Each time I've come away with, let me see here. I'm just sharing whiskey bottles here today. Yeah. <laughs> it's called Weller's. So brown bag whiskey. Well, so I, I call it. that like Tuesday. Well, it's called, <laughs> yeah, Tuesday. Tuesday, you're not spending $350 a bottle on it. No, I'm not. I've gotten two bottles of Weller's, and it's the, one of the best like bourbons ever. It's like the... It's like the substitute for uh, Pappy Van Winkle, where it's right underneath there, yeah. and it's 
Yeah, it's good. It used to be like the cheap, cheap alternative to it until people realized that it was just like Pappy. So then it shot up the prices. So like, it's good. Like Admirals Nelson. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, like, uh, like PBR with the Millennials. Hey, I ain't nothing wrong with PBR, man. I've drank a mini PBR in my youth. Yeah, oh, I know. Right, it right. used to be it used to be dirt cheap, hey, and then as soon as these fucking millennials started drinking it, now it's expensive. So the Pennsylvania peeps, <laughs> oh, always the England guy. That's right up the road from me. Yeah, Mike lives about twenty minutes away from there. Oh, ten minutes. It's ten minutes. Less than that. Yeah, that's yeah, nice. That's incredible. Eight, eight miles. Yeah, Mike, so for, uh, Sarah or Ray. Are you like me and have no idea what they're talking about with uh with whis- the whiskey drinks? Yeah, uh, I, don't, I, I don't I know enough about whiskey. What do you drink, I know, sir? I know nothing. I just drink beer. That's it. Everything well, else makes me violent. What's your beer of course? <laughs> I oh, do- well, also she's from boston so you don't want to fuck with her. she's she's home of home of the sam adams right oh, yeah. sam adams is good october uh, my favorite uh, uh. oh so, yeah have you guys ever seen the snl skit that bill burr did with sam adams yes yeah. that, that yeah. <laughs> makes me laugh so fucking hard every time i watch it it's pretty spot on when there's a, a booze testing at any liquor store Anywhere yeah. here, yeah, bunch it's of bad. Bostonians. Oh yeah, they're like, oh, <laughs> they go out with the the put the goggle the glasses with the little mustache so they can get another sample, <laughs> and then there's a fight in the parking lot. It's a whole freaking thing. I gotta Seriously. tell you, out of every city in the in the states, Boston's the one place I still need to go to that I that I absolutely need to go to. I wrestled yeah. up in Boston quite a bit, but I'm actually curious. What is your beer of choice? I usually drink Guinness, but uh, oh, you. You're amazing. That, that's why. Right. Hey, can I just say this though? Guinness here in the United States, if you guys think I'm nuts or whatever. Okay, you're, you're you're thing. Oh, all right, let's get our pinkies up. Put your pinky up, fancy. No, no, no. It does not need to be warm. I'm just saying it doesn't. It's a different taste in the United States as opposed to in Ireland because it doesn't travel oh, yes. well. Color. It's also yes. redder in Ireland compared yes. to over here. Yes. It and is amazing in Ireland. It's my favorite beer in Ireland. Here, I'll drink it here and there, but I'm not. Unless it's on like a nitro nitro tap, I won't do it. I know. I'm I mean, that's that's pretty standard, though, because yeah. like uh, I like to go to Fathead's Brewery here in Ohio, and uh, the beer actually tastes so much better if you just go to the brewery oh, and yeah. get it right yeah. there. By the time they can it or bottle it and get it to the grocery store and you get it, it don't taste the same. Yeah. No, it, yeah. it's it's totally different. I know it's people when I tell people that they think I'm like full of shit, but I'm like, no, you go to Ireland, it tastes totally different. It's smoother, it's better tasting, it just doesn't travel well. Yeah. Well, here yeah. we have uh I don't know, it's not everywhere in the country, but we have a uh, hapoon, which is Oh um, yeah. Yeah. So you know, yeah. hapoon. Hapoon has like a ton of different beers hapoon. throughout. And it's something where you go to the brewery, and it's not that far from from where I am. And it is again different. And you get everything that they put out because yeah. you can't get it, even yeah. though that we're in the city, you can't get everything that they put out in at the liquor store. Yeah. So it's something that you have to go to the brewery to try. Like, oh, this new batch of you know the Duncan, and then you'll give them the review, and then they'll put it out into the stores. So, okay. so to our other Northeast friends, she's she's saying harpoon. Yes, that's the word she's <laughs> no, trying to say. That. I got that. That's Harp- so, so, so it's funny. So it's funny because like Harp- I knew immediately, and then and then I was like, you know what? 
There might be people who go, oh, Hapoon, that, that sounds really good. All That's right. the only time the Boston no, I really got came you. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, I got you, Sarah. I got oh, you, Sarah. No, no, I got it's it. fine. It's fine. <laughs> I just wanted to, I want, I wanted to help. What's up, everyone? Dylan Quarles here, one of the hosts of Barstool Film School, the Internet's premier radio program about what it takes to be a good bar movie. Now, my co-host Cameron Roberts couldn't be here because he's off traveling the world looking for new and exotic cocktail recipes to mix up and serve with the movies that we like to talk about on our program. But if he were here, he would wish you a safe and prosperous new year, just like myself and everyone at the Deluxe Edition Network. All right. <laughs> I, spend, I spend a lot of time in breweries. Casey knows. Casey knows my spot. Casey's been to my spot, and I'm yeah. I have a permanent spot there. Actually, yeah, yeah. Th- throw a plug out for the last call, quick. Yeah, last call brewery here in Oakdale. It's some of the best beer. Um, my co-host Jake, he's uh, the uh, tapper manager there, so we plug a lot on our show about what's going on there. But some of the best beers. One of my favorite style of beers right now is like those hazies. Love a good hazy. Are they um, the BVK beer? Yep, BVK. Yeah, that, that, was, beer. that was a collab with uh, Last Call, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. they actually sent me uh, uh, four bottles we actually reviewed on their show. It was uh, mm-hmm. I think we did it when they were a guest, actually. And it's an IPA, I believe. And I'm not a big fan of IPAs, and I actually enjoyed that beer. They did a great job on that. So That is that one first. of the best-selling beers that they do, because that was the, I believe, the second or third collaboration they've done, like, released it. Yeah, and I believe they're releasing another one in January. So I'll talk to the boys and tell them to uh, yeah, another yeah. uh, we'll review it on it. So the guy that does the brewing, Walter, he's on their show quite a bit. Um, this coming week, so when you release this, will be in the past and it'll probably release, but him and his wife are going to come on our show and do uh, Love Actually. Um, so I might be like, hey, dude, where's our beer at? Where's our beer? <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, now we got we to gotta get that Jason, Freddy versus Jason episode done. We do. I've, I've been, I was having issues with my you know, sound and all that stuff, and I finally got it all fixed. So we got to do yeah. that. And now that we've got – so Daniel, who joined our, our pod just recently, if you guys see our, like, our reels that are put out now, he does all those, and that dude is fucking legit at editing and all that stuff. So yeah. – um, yeah. Tell us about Daniel. He's like a DJ at like a so legit there, radio yeah, station in no, California, right? So, yeah, in Modesto, Stockton, Modesto area, there's the big radio station. It's called K when it's like the, the hip hop station or whatever. He's actually the program manager slash afternoon DJ for that for that station. So he his whole thing is he's all about sound and, you know, audio and stuff like that. So he loves editing and all that stuff. So, yeah. So, but yeah, awesome. he's great addition to the show. Like me and Jake are pumped to have him on, and he's happy. He loves being on the show, and he's yeah. like, "I'll do this, I'll do this." I'm sorry, I don't mean to step on toes. Like, no, fuck it, dude. Take do what you do want it. to do, man. <laughs> yeah, so because he's he's killing it with like just releasing reels and their editing and all that. I actually listened back to our latest episode, which was on Home Alone Two, and he did such a crazy good job on editing it and adding sound effects and everything to it that. I was laughing my ass off at the shit that was going on, and I was there for the episode. So he does a really good job at it. Hey, can can I just share something real quick uh, about our thoughts here about yeah. IPAs? Mm-hmm. Please, um, I do have I do have a accompaniment here. So so Casey, if you wouldn't mind, um. <laughs> Somebody wants to narrate that. I mean, I, mean, I like could. Ass is kind of like IPA. Everyone likes to say how much they like it. 
No one actually likes it. Thank you, Mr. <laughs> Ambassador. I gotta say, I don't mind eating ass. I think it's hot. How dare you besmirch the sweetest <laughs> kiss of all? <laughs> I've got no problem with that. I I the, I I'd rather eat ass than drink an IPA. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> to compare the two is almost disrespectful. I'm, I'm, I'm not an IPA fan. The taste, it's just never been my thing. But every once in a while, every blue moon, they release. Yes. Blue moon. Ironic. Uh, every <laughs> once in a while, I caught that, Rod. <laughs> yes. Every once in a while that they do release a decent IPA. The, the, uh, the last call did a good job on that. We've had yeah. a couple on our show that have been good. But normally, they're now, not. Honestly, honestly, you got yours for free. So you're biased. <laughs> his, his, his co-host is the manager there, so he's also biased. You know what? Though honestly, like I get what you're saying about IPAs. Like I'm not even Jake. I Jake knows this about me. I'm not a huge IPA fan. Like I have grown to like him because it is an acquired taste, and I'm not a huge, huge fan of them. There are a few that are really good. Like I do like a good hazy IPA because mm-hmm. I don't like the very the the super hoppy taste of beer. Uh, if it's too hoppy, I don't like it. Hazy but there are some that are very good, mild good, and all enjoy. The best. Like acquired more, taste is just another way of saying Stockholm syndrome. Right. It's like it's no, no, no. You need to yeah, keep, yeah, trying yeah. keep trying it. Yeah, keep trying it. Keep trying it. No, no, it'll get better. Keep trying. Keep right. trying. He's like, fine. I like it. It's great. Fine. Thank you. I, I think stouts <laughs> to me are my my type of beer. I'm more of a stout type yeah. of beer. My I'm stout, a stout porter guy. Yeah. I yeah. don't like like the the foo foo stouts that a lot of microbrews are putting out. I like a good dry stout. Yeah, you know I don't like the oatmeal stouts or the milk chocolate stouts. I'm like they're too sweet for me. I like just give me a good porter or a dry stout and I'm pumped. My we uh, we did a, we did our first ever live show at a brewery called the 1781 Brewery, which is actually about mm-hmm. a mile away from my house. Which is a great episode. Yeah, yeah that that was fun. We did the movie Beer Fest and uh, nice. uh, we tried their uh, porter stout and it was. It was actually really good. I mean, we all gave it two thumbs up. And, uh, I mean, every once in a while, there'd be some good stouts out there, good porters out there. But uh, then there's the, those big chocolatey ones, those big, really heavy, just like, you know, like fill your stomach like one drink and you're done, basically. Yeah, yeah. You drink half of it and you're like, I don't want the other half. Exactly. It's that's like a, basically your dinner right there. Yeah, that's like that's how all the fucking Christmas ales are. I hate Christmas yeah. ale. You yeah, drink one and you're done for the season. You're just like, all right, I, that's enough. I drank a. I had a stout. I bought for our latest episode that we tried on there. It was by Brew Dog. It was a Christmas vacation. It's called It's a Butte, and it was a stout. It was a pecan stout, and it was actually really good. Surprisingly, it was. <laughs> it was the whole can art was like National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. So it was like that, I would have drank that just for the art alone because sometimes yeah. the art. That's what reaches you. Is like, oh, the art looks cool. Let's see. Maybe the beer will be good, but never. One hundred percent. Yeah. Every time Matt mentions something, something, and Mike gets up or, or turns around, I feel like he's gonna he's go. Looking, yeah, he's looking for the bottles. He's, like, oh, <laughs> he's gonna go grab one of those. <laughs> I'll be right back. You've ever had? Uh, you ever drank this this shit called Mad Elf? It tastes. It tastes, it tastes like it's an, an angry elf in a mad pine elf. cone set on fire. That's what it tastes. <laughs> Is that from Pennsylvania? I don't yes. know where. So. So my one buddy, he has these Christmas parties every year, and people bring all these Christmas beers. So when he's done, he just dumps them off on me. So yeah. I try all of them, you know, and I just, I'm, you know, I'm stupid like that. So uh, the the Mad Elf is probably the worst beer I've ever fucking had. Ooh. It tasted literally like a pine cone had been set on fire and put in a can. It was awful. Yeah, that doesn't sell it. That doesn't sound or taste. Trogues makes either Angry Elf or Mad Elf. I'm not sure which one. 
Yeah, that mm. sounds pretty That's awful. That's down in uh, Hershey, Pennsylvania. I think we should burn down their factory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everything will still of, smell the same. Got, I got a can of gasoline inside my garage. Let's go. Yeah, Some if more. you just give me a shot of whiskey, then I'll already just do it. No questions <laughs> asked. There you go. Oh, there you go. I just need a fall guy, so who's going to be the fall guy? Mike. Mike. (laughs) Co-host isn't here, Sarah. He doesn't have his ear piece in, so he's... Uh, He's he's the perfect one, then. You're good. Yeah. Thanks. Ron, go back to your episode (laughs) where you did the live show from the brewery. Yeah. Uh, Some friends of mine, they also have a podcast, which they actually kind of got me started the podcast. They do one called Hoist and Heavies, where their whole thing is they just bullshit and drink craft beers. And... I was actually we did a, a live episode from last call and I was like a guest on there, me and another friend, and we actually went through every beer on the board, which was 16 beers. Oh shit. And we were fucking faded by the end of it, dude. Like I don't remember how I got home that night. Yeah. And it was ridiculous, but it was a great episode. If you guys ever want a good podcast listen to that's not on the network. And I keep telling yeah, them to join the. We, we don't do that. No. Yeah, we don't listen we don't, to anything. We, we don't, that's not on there. Right? 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 So whatever they want. But Hoist and Heavies is a great episode. Those guys are fucking hilarious. Yeah, something, yeah. something I yeah, definitely want. Like you guys talked about, like the 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 episodes you got wasted on and stuff like that. We when we first started when we first started this podcast, that's basically what the premise was. Like fans of our bands were like. We'd love to be a fly on the wall when he and I got together to like write music. And we were like, okay, cool. Well, we, we spend the first hour or two or three drinking whiskey and talking and bullshitting. So might as well just throw a camera on. I listened back to those episodes. We re-released them just as a like a, a fun thing and a, a oh shit, we, we didn't do anything this week. Let's we gotta phone this right, one right. in and we re-release them. But like I can't listen to those, man. I, I, well, first off, I don't uh, like as a musician. I'll, I'll I'll painstakingly record something and mix it and do this and do that, and I will not uh, like once it's out. That's it. I'm fucking done with it. Yeah, I don't want to hear it again. I don't. I, I never want to hear it the fuck again. Well, you, but, you know why that is? I, because I don't. the yeah, writing and recording and practicing process. You've heard that song probably. Oh, yeah. 400 goddamn times. Yeah. Yeah. And by the time it's ready to release, you fucking hate it. Yeah. Well, but like, I don't listen to podcast, my bands. I listen to good bands. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but like, even for the like the podcast stuff, I, I hate, I hate listening back. And then when, you know, like at, at a certain point, my, my wife pulled me aside. She's like, hey, you sound, you sound pretty wasted. <laughs> you sure you sure you want to keep doing that? <laughs> and 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 nobody wanted to watch two and a half hour shows of the two of us once forty five minutes hit. Right. I got, right. I got a great question for you. What's the longest episode you've ever done? Oh, dude. Uh, so we so was the the first episode that we did was damn near like. Well, tur- we turned it into two episodes because yeah. it was so long. So it might have been three hours, four three, hours. Yeah, yeah. But what, then we had we had like our first guests. We had so um, for the wrestling fans in, in the house, we we had Chase Owens from Bullet Club on. He was like our first guest, and then we had um, Mickett from Rivals on as well. Not uh, a wrestler. Not a wrestler. He's a, a musician. 
And those two episodes, we we were like, all right, we got to cut those down. We don't know how to talk to people yet, so we just talked for three. So hours. We just talked for three hours, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we, but, but we knew we had to cut it into two. So like our longest episode, we probably had one that was like two two and a half hours long with somebody. Yeah. Um, but but I don't like putting them together that way. Like, you guys can tell I, we uh, we don't shut the fuck up. I think we we hit our record with nine and a half hours. Jesus Holy Christ, dude. <laughs> I don't want to look at him after we, No, dude, dude, at the end, we all were arguing with each other. We all wanted to quit the podcast because he was hosting it. We were doing the Child's Play Legacy, which is basically where we cover like the whole like legacy, all those movies that are combined, the whole yeah. Child's Play. Nine and a half hours. We started during the day. I had plans at night, and it was fucking almost midnight, one o'clock in the morning. Oh, my dude, God. We... we not- me and Ragnar were going at it. We were fucking fighting. Uh, me, uh, Stu was just like, well, I was trying to make it short, but it, you know, I just, we, just, we just keep talking. It's just, it kept going on and on, and it was drinking and drinking. I mean, I cut it down to five hours. I was going to say, why did you edit it? that? Oh, my God. 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 Why the fuck would you do each movie individually? Yeah, right? Exactly. No, I, I've done an episode where there's like nine or ten movies, and I make it like two, three hours, but he fucking just keeps going. And when he gets drunk, he talks like this, like when he's talking normal, he's like blah 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 blah. But when he's drunk, he's like blah 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 blah. Like it just keeps going and with going. a lot of lot of octave changes, with a lot of yelling. <laughs> you, you are, if you, you are aware, Ron, that the ultimate like podcast length is ten to fifteen minutes. <laughs> yeah, that's never happened in my life. <laughs> is Stu as angry in real yes. life as he is on the podcast? Is, yes, he can, he can be. That's <laughs> I'm curious, what is everybody's longest episode that they've done? Uh, probably the longest we've done is probably like two hours, forty five minutes to three hours, maybe. It really depends on the guests we have. Like if we have if we have my buddy Josh from Hoisting Heavies on, he's a talker. Like he was just on for our episode we just recorded for Fred Claus, and he talks and talks and talks and talks. Yeah. Uh, the other one is the longest one we had after that was when we had um, Brad from from BVK on with uh, our buddy, uh, the king of the hoisters, Hank Postma. We did. What movie was that? Um, oh, God. Um, that shitty Rick Moranis movie. Oh, Strange Brew. I fucking hated that movie. <laughs> what are you talking about? How dare you? That movie. Oh my god! Don't tell. Watch that movie I'm, now. I'm, tell I'm, me it's good. That movie. Casey, give me the control here on the screen yard. Me and Jake watched that Gone. movie. We had, we had never seen it, and those two had loved that movie. That's a great movie. Hank actually picked that movie, and we had we had Brad on. They loved it, and the whole time, me and Jake were like. This movie is fucking horrible. They were getting pissed at us because we were going at it. We were like, no, this movie's dog shit. Sorry, it is dog shit. And I love Rick Moranis. I had high hopes for this movie, and it was bad. I, I really think it, it, it depends on, on your guests, too, because I do I do find we, we've had a lot of guests that were like, you know, Casey, you, you must run into this all the time. I mean, we had Greg on before. They'll go, all right, I got... 25 30 minutes and that's it and and we've had we've had one person actually stick to it right he had 30 minutes and that was it the rest of them like sometimes they'll go oh no i i just said that as an out because (laughs) i didn't think i was going to enjoy this yeah right yeah we had uh we had kevin eastman the creator of the teenage ninja turtle so 
Jazz. Yeah. Fifteen Jazz. minutes. Fifteen. And, and he had a fucking timer set, and it was like that was it. It was like fifteen. Minutes. I know who that guy is. Yeah, it was like. So Casey that's awesome, talks, Mike. Casey talks really slow, so he's like, "You have to do this one, so we can get as many questions in as." Well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What was yours? Uh, long sh- longest show, Casey? I would have to say it was probably one with uh, Mark, with Mark Singer, the Beastmaster. Or actually, no, I lie. It was uh, actually <clears throat> when I recorded with. It's too hot. You can take that. So uh, <laughs> Ray is my realized. second. He, Ray is like. I took over the show at episode number sixty nine. I it was when I started. Uh, <laughs> yeah, is when I actually started hosting, and then uh, Ray became my co host on number seventy. And then uh, yeah, but prior to that, there was another guy, Bill, that hosted the show. And our longest episode was with Gregory Scott Cummins, and I actually cut it into two episodes because I think it was over three hours. Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah. Well, that that's a dedicated guest right there. I mean, that's a that's a yeah. good that will actually be willing to stay, and you can get a lot of good uh, content out of them and stuff like that. So, yeah. All right, we have another uh, guest uh, popping on here with us. Uh, let's see who we got here. The mongoose. Whoa, Goosey. mongoose. Oh, good, good. Oh man, so you, you could you could back me up. <laughs> oh, what do you need? What do you need? What do you need, hey, you bro? Face full of dick in your face over at the fucking wrestling. Face full of dick, yeah. <laughs> was it really a face this... full, though? Let's be honest. Was it really a face full? He was literally full, sitting it... right in front He's of him. super nonchalant about a face full of dick. Yeah, that's to this mongoose. <laughs> it happens. I had to look close, but it was there. <laughs> well, in fairness, I mean, he, in fairness. He, was all, he was all hopped up on White Claw, so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mongoose, Mike, please introduce yourself. Uh, Mike and uh, Mike and Mike and I go back uh, a long ways, over twenty years. Yeah. Uh, Mike was actually one of my trainers to be a pro wrestler. Yeah, started a long time ago in the nineties, and then you came along, uh, young snot nosed stone little punk, <laughs> and uh, yeah, you never change. We beat you up a little bit, and you kept coming back, so we kept you around. I appreciate it, man. It's uh, yeah. it's great to uh, to still be friends with you guys after all these years. He was exactly as, um, as three as three guys who who have been in a wrestling ring. I would love to get your just cold opinion on an actual band setting up in the middle of a ring and playing. I would go. Have you ever seen it? Just to watch all their like, shit and, fall and, down. And also, do you, do you think it no. it, it would be a good idea? Yeah, no. that would be a great idea. Can, can, can the singer, like, do, like, flying tea bags and shit off the top ropes? <laughs> I mean, who can? Well, I'm sure he could, uh, you know, wipe his crack on the turnbuckle for the next guy. <laughs> oh, hey. You know what, though? Like, back in the day, man, the 80s, man, the rock and wrestling connection, man, that was all, that was the thing. So the the reason why I bring it up is because my one of my old bands actually did play in the middle of a wrestling ring and it was the coolest experience and then performing was the most miserable experience of my entire life. It would depend okay. on the ring because some rings are so so springy that it would be ridiculous. So I had a springy ring oh, and no. I had a I had a a drummer that 
just love to play his double bass, like fucking Slipknot, like crazy. So all of his shit just kept coming over. Like we had, because at the time we were going to be fucking rock stars, right? So we had, we yeah. had our fucking, ca- we had our cabinets and our heads. And literally every time you hit the bass drum, it went, dum, dum, dum. <laughs> off goes the $1,500 head. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, it was awesome. It was so cool. But also at the same time. Yeah. At what point during the show did you play the, like, so was it before the, cause that, that all depends too. Like. Because it takes time to set up the equipment, so that like there isn't there is an intermission we, during a, a wrestling event, but it takes time to set up all the band equipment. So we actually this, like, played prior. We played prior? just prior. Yeah. So so they did they did their run throughs for the day, um, and then they had us set up, and then we did a sound check, and then we said, "Oh shit, all of our stuff has to go on the ground, and there cannot be any wheels on the ground, and we need to figure this out." <laughs> So we go and we start repositioning all the equipment, and uh, yeah, and then we played uh, like a 35, 40 minute set, and it was brutal. Even after all, like the adjustments and stuff, to just stand that'd be awesome to, to do that. Oh, of course, play- no, no, no. I was playing guitar at the same time, ah. so I didn't do that. But we we came out and and we did you know second rope it. Nice. Right. What were you gonna say, Mongoose? I said uh, what would be cool is. Uh... The same band play like the main guy's entrance music. Yeah, mm. yeah. We 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 pitched for it. We pitched for it. So so actually, my, my uh, buddy of mine is uh, Dan Barry, who was like you've seen on like Holy Foley and AEW and shit like that. So he's who got us in there. We were really pushing to do his entrance music, but he ended up that uh, he was booked in a different uh, in a different state. So it was like, oh, dude, I'm not going to even be able to make it back in time for you guys to play, and then I'm going to be, you know, doing a thing. But he, he's not; he wasn't even on the card. So, oh well, that's all right. Mikey, you got you had Mikey Whipwreck was on the card. Mikey was he Whipwreck, really? yeah, yeah, he was. He was like the head trainer there. I saw yeah. a picture of. Speaking of old school wrestlers, I saw a picture of Just Incredible today. Did you guys see that picture? No. no, no, I haven't seen like no, the no. recent, recent one. But all right, is he still looking credible? <laughs> no, no, he does not. <laughs> Did he ever? No, I, mean, I didn't he, say he, incredible. I just said credible. <laughs> Once again, did he ever? <laughs> hey, Aldo Montoya was special. Yeah, he was at the moment. <laughs> at the moment, he was. They needed the. Uh... They needed that guy. It's like That's Sal right. Balomo. That's right. Sal Balomo is supposed to take Bruno San Martino's place, but it didn't take off like they hoped. Is that a true story? Yeah, according to Sal. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> I smoked hash with Sal Balomo one time in his antique store, so yeah. I don't know how credible he is. Uh, I was there for <laughs> dinner. He had me over for dinner one time. I fixed his van, and... uh we went to his store and because he lived there too. Yeah, so, yes, he did. Yeah. <laughs> so he had us. He had us in for dinner, and he also said that um, when they would travel, a bunch of them would rent a car, and that's how they would get place to place, and that's how they kept the cost down. And yeah, he also he told me talked- to go see Alpha when I was on my fr- the first time he saw me wrestle. He told me go see Alpha, and I never did, and I probably should have. Uh, over in Pennsylvania, yeah, 
he goes, go see, go see Pops. Um, he'll take care of you. And I never did because I stayed loyal to the guys that trained me. And uh, mm-hmm. I should have ventured out like kids do today, where they just take off and go run and do things. Well, Are I you, think uh, that was, I think that was my problem as well. Like when when I was training and wrestling, I never ventured out. Like I always wrestled for Jake and Paul bad crew. I don't know if Mike and Jimmy, if you guys are familiar with bad crew, they wrestled with uh, ECW back in the uh, late nineties, early nineties. That's who trained the BC bumps. But uh, I never ventured out. Like, I think I might've wrestled for one other promotion outside of them. But uh, like I was very like just comfortable with wrestling with the guys that I knew, and I, I never really like put myself out there to wrestle on other shows. So, well, um, me and Love Bug, we went every freaking where. Yeah, everywhere. Yeah, man. For that that video that you guys did for us for the hundredth episode, uh, that was awesome, man. The, the Love cool. Bug. The, that was the Love Bug's last promo, man. The yes, fucking, it was. Uh, Here we are, Allentown, Pennsylvania, thirteen thirteen Linden, where it all began. Two decades ago, in fact, over two decades ago, the greatest tag team in professional wrestling was born. Love Bug, Martial Law, Slim Trim 185, Every Woman's Fantasy, Every Criminal's Nightmare. Tell them, Big Daddy. From here, we've gone from Maine to Mexico, from Washington to Key West. We've held tag team titles all over the United States. And all of that pales in comparison to Casey and Ray. 100 episodes of Deluxe Edition. Deluxe Edition, Casey and Ray, one of the better podcasts around. Not the best. One of the better. One of the better. And you know how I know that? How do you know? Exactly. Mongoose are you are you still an active trainer or or no uh, no no I, I when I had my knees replaced I stopped wrestling I had both my knees replaced at the same time I stopped wrestling and uh, because my job has to come first like I got to feed the family right. yeah and uh, wait you jobbed <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> no, his real his actual job the job my day job. Yeah, he, and, uh, so he jobbed. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, I, I just like I didn't want to take the chance of getting hurt again. And then when, like, I, I got calls for like two or three years after I stopped. Hey, come do this show. Come do this show. Come do this show. And I'm like, I, I can't do it. I can't do it. Love Bug wanted to do it. I wanted to do it. But if I get involved when I I was promoting, I was training, and you know when you're doing that, like I just see the ring and I want to be in it. Because I loved it. And that Mongoose knows what I mean. Because Mongoose got me down to that training center before we came over and did the, the memorial show. And it's just the feeling of being in the ring is amazing. Like oh. even just training with, with the younger guys and, and working out with Mongoose. It was like I just can't be there and not want to be in. So running shows ended up being a no-go for me. Um, training guys. Because like. If I'm in the, if I'm in the ring training, I want to show them how to do it right, and you just you can't do that with uh, two metal knees. Yeah, but Mon- mongoose, you're you're actively training still or no? No, not not anymore. I uh, I started doing it because of the show, and I wanted to be able to do some things. And then once I did the show, I uh, I ended up getting a job that 
taking up my time. So for right now, I haven't been back. I imagine it's got to be like, like, it's probably very similar to any, any arts or passion or something. Um, a lot like musicians, because I can't be at a show and see people on stage and not want to be on stage. Right. Uh, I mean, I'll tell you what, we did that show. Around or slammed on the ground. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. We don't, we don't have to put you know, our bodies on the line in that. In, yeah. in, we, in, could, we could, try. we could try. We could, yeah. My, let's, my, let's start doing my, that. My respect level for, for professional wrestlers is through the roof. It's amazing. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to use insider Same. terms like this guy here. I'm gonna. Unless you go in a mosh pit, then maybe I, I played. Uh, I played punk rock for twenty plus years. I'll tell yeah, you. Yeah, it's, it's like there you go. But it's like, like you see, wrestling. you see a stage. You see people on stage, man. You want to be on that stage. You want that connection with an audience. Like, and that's, uh, yeah, that's so what not, it's all about. It's all about a connection with an so audience. So, like, I know? talked about it a little bit earlier. Like the the training that I went through to go uh, to this memorial show to wrestle for less than a fucking minute, but um, <laughs> like it, it, it. It does. It gives you so much more like respect for the guys that are still doing it to this yeah. day, like Jericho. And like, there was a guy I went to see in Dothan, Alabama, Mike Jackson. He's 73 years old and he's oh, still yeah. wrestling. Now, now he's not doing like the, the crazy stuff that all these guys are doing. He's not bumping yeah. as much as, as the other guys, but he's 73 fucking years old. You know, he's still yeah. doing it. And like, I did it like the training that I did to go back into the ring for less than a minute um it was like i did uh when i went to tom pritchard's in in kentucky or in tennessee there i did uh like the beginning of the of the training and mongoose and mike know this like they always do like uh you do like forward rolls backward rolls and then like you know other rolls and th this other stuff and i did i i've been like Prior to the leading up to that, I did all this training. I was in the Peloton, fucking working out, lifting weights, all this stuff. And uh, I did those eight rolls in the ring at Dr. Tom's in Tennessee. And like, I almost passed the fuck out. I was like, holy <laughs> shit. <sighs> like, it was, it's That's not, not it's, like anything else. We're not young anymore, animal. dude. We're just not young. And I did that show. I'm 53. And my left arm still hurts from the shell. <laughs> like I don't know what I did, but like I can't reach back like this without pain shooting through my arm. I had no idea what I did. When you pulled out the handkerchief, that's what did it. That's what did it. <laughs> I never did the, I never trained the pro wrestling thing, but when I was younger, I used to do the MMA stuff, the Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, Judo, all that stuff. And it's a different animal because you got to learn how to do all the rolling and all that stuff. And if you're out of shape, just the rolling and the fall, oh, yeah. it fucks you up. It's it <laughs> when you first you're sucking wind. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's a different kind of cardio, and no amount of running or elliptical or no, you know, peloton training is gonna make up for that. There's not no, at all. Yeah. No, like I I was doing the peloton and I was like, oh, I got this. I'm I'm fucking good. <laughs> And after those like eight rolls, I actually like fell into this woman that was there, and I was like, "Oh!" <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? It, it, it's, it's the white claw. It's the white claw. It's it's one thing like being on a bike or getting getting a you know lifting the weights, but the second you hit that ground, it's got to like it. It's a jolt. It's a different. Well, the thing is, is, is when you're training, it's one thing. But when you get in the ring in front of a crowd, it none of that matters. None of none of it matters. It's, it's, no. that's yeah, like, well, besides getting hitting sober. the ground, but the adrenaline, yeah, the adrenaline. Like, yes. 
that's just like being in a band though. You practice, you practice, and then you hit the stage. Everything's just jacked right way up. And yep, right. Hey, I used to be able to sing that so easily. Why can't I do that now? Yeah, it's the adrenaline. <laughs> halfway it's the through adrenaline. the first, yeah. Halfway through the can't... first three minutes, you're like, "This is going too fast. Slow down. Yeah. Slow down. Yeah. Yeah. Slow if you down. Can't control the adrenaline. Everything's bad, no matter what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. very true. How so, long is uh, it for the for the wrestlers in the room? How how long did it take to even learn how to? Because you're talking about how the ring moves. How long does it even take to learn just to walk in a ring? Because if you're with there's three people in a ring. Let's say, you know, you've got you've got you, you've got your opponent, you've got a referee, and you're all moving around the ring. And if that ring has any kind of movement or any kind of give, and you're supposed to be doing a lot of uh, activity in there, like how long does it even take to kind of? It's it's got to be a very like understanding like a how other yeah yeah like, like a waltz like, almost it, Casey Mongoose and I are very lucky because we had a very stiff ring when we yeah. trained hey, oh yeah we we're lucky we're so lucky I broke my fucking elbow two inches shorter now because of it thank <laughs> god it had no gift but Casey like Mike said Casey fortunately for Casey he only worked in a couple of rings Mike and I probably worked in a lot more some of them you walk in and they bounce or the mat feels like a like you're walking on a mattress. Other ones right. when they're stiff, it's a lot easier, but it hurts it, when you bump. It yep. sure does, buddy. Let me tell you. Hey everybody, it's Mike from the Kindness Matters Podcast. Just wanted to say I hope you all are enjoying your holiday, whatever you celebrate, and I wish you all a safe, happy, and prosperous new year. Make sure to check out the Kindness Matters Podcast. Well, I'll tell you, when we first started, Lovebug and I were the first two students for Bad Crew. And I tell everybody this story, and they have a find a hard time believing it. We had a guy screw the plywood down so we could get in the ring and do our thing because they didn't have the mat and the canvas and all that stuff yet. So we were... Uh, Are you we were still talking about that? Plywood. <laughs> no, 23 years later. <laughs> yeah. I'm bragging about I it. That's what I'm right. I love you, Mongoose. <laughs> All right, one, one, one more, one more wrestling question, and then, and then Casey, like you, you take it back. But like, <laughs> I do want to know, like, what's the worst bump that you guys have taken? Oh, like, you're talking you about, oh, well, we trained with ECW guys. What's the worst bump that you've taken? <laughs> Did the kendo stick to the forehead? <laughs> I went off the balcony, over a cage, through two tables. You went new jack I a, style. I did a swanton. Yeah. So That's yeah, my, I, I got to stop you right there, Mike. <laughs> so Mike and Jimmy from Bacon is my podcast. As big as Mike is, you, you can't really tell from how small the screen is. He's a large man. He's a big dude. He, he does or did a swanton bomb. That was his finishing move. 388 pounds. I did a swanton bomb off the top rope. Goddamn You're right, welcome. it's a finisher. <laughs> yeah, that's a wait. That's not finisher. that's not a signature yeah. move. <laughs> it was it my was idea. It it's a lot more believable. It's a little more believable than Ultimate Warrior's big splash. Mongoose <laughs> <laughs> is actually the second person that I hit it on, and I knocked the wind out of him. I might have been the first. No, Patty O'Brien was. The Let's giant- just go with I was the first. Okay, you were the first. <laughs> Patty O'Brien. <laughs> Patio I Brian. swear to God, I thought you were going to say patio furniture. I, I, I was going to say the same thing, Ray. I was like, Casey's saying he was the first. 
Yeah, he was the first one I hit hit it on, and and I I I slaughtered him. Like I I had I apologized for hours after the show because I just buried my head and knocked the wind right out of the. This dude's like six five, six six, and. I could hear the air come out of him, and I just felt so bad. And he kept on telling me, you know, you got to hit that, Matt. You got to hit that. You got to hit that. I said, I've never hit it before. It's always been a mess. And he goes, no, no, you got to hit it. And I hit it all right. (laughs) (laughs) When I went off the balcony over the case through the two tables, I hit the first table, and I said, why the fuck did I do this? It hurts. It probably wouldn't so take bad. me to hit the first table to think that. I would, oh. as I'm leaving the balcony, I'm like, "What the fuck am I doing?" Now you didn't pre-cut the tables. No, they're not pre-cut. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's okay. 388 pounds, I'd go right through that. <laughs> I go through a solid oak table. Yeah, when you weigh 388 pounds, you don't need to pre-cut a fucking fiberglass table or not a fiberglass but a tiny little table press oh, press wood press board yeah, press yeah, press wood. Wood. i'm not 380 yeah. metal frame yeah. and yeah. did you say right. breast wood? i'm down yeah breast wood so breast. basically you invented what the goddamn uh, bills mafia does <laughs> who's the bills mafia yeah. these idiots that are the, jumping the, off the guys crashing through yeah, plastic tables, tables. Oh. Yeah. yeah they owe <laughs> everything to you how do you guys feel about that guy where's my royalties <laughs> Matt, are you talking about the fucking uh, ICP guy? <laughs> yeah, whoop whoop. <laughs> oh my god, yes! The guy on Twitter is the best. Yeah, oh superhuman. <laughs> superhuman, yeah, yeah, yeah. That oh, dude, that guy's... What is, this guy is jumping onto fluorescent light bulbs. I'm like, you do realize those are filled with mercury, right? <laughs> he did it to, he did it to like a, a, a like literally an air conditioning. You do videos like almost every week and his stuff. I got to stop everybody. Stop. Uh, Matt is like, those light tubes are filled with mercury. Ray's like, no, they're not. You can fucking hit anybody you want with them. They're not filled with mercury. <laughs> There's no mercury anymore. You can <laughs> like, do it work all the time. They put mercury in them with a syringe so they kill you. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you this. One time at work, we had a guy who busted about eight fucking eight of them lamps in his face inside of a cabinet, and uh, he's freaking out. We had to call poison control, and they're like, uh, and they're like, he's fine. They don't put mercury in those anymore. <laughs> oh shit, you're gonna die. <laughs> and so we go back and we're like, dude, you're fucked. <laughs> I got. I, I don't know what the fuck to do. He, they told us you're gonna fucking die. Do you have a will? Did you? Did you? Do you want to do it yeah. quick? Does anyone love you? Does anyone want to call them right now, buddy? I've no, I've no, got no, eight. No. I've got eight in my in my basement. I'm just waiting for GCW to come by. Has I anyone seen? That's what I was just gonna mention. Jimmy and bust him on his head. <laughs> no, no, no. He's not a trained performer. <laughs> Oh. Has anyone I've, seen? I have the, taken uh, no bumps. I, I cannot, or you cannot kill David Arquette. Yeah, no, I was, I I was had, just yeah. going to bring up David Arquette. He took that to yeah. the throat, man. Yeah, well, he's a, David Arquette's an idiot because if he wouldn't have moved like Nick Cage <laughs> fucking told him to, he would have been professional. Fine. He's a trained well, professional. Also, David Arquette with Hangman Page and Swerve. David Arquette is a former world champion for WCW. <laughs> Mongoose, respect Mon- that that match you were talking about though with 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 uh, Hangman and and Swerve. Holy yeah. shit! Yeah, that was sick. I heard about it. I didn't see it. Oh, dude, it's 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 definitely <laughs> worth a watch if you're if you if you're into like, 
if you're into that like hardcore style wrestling, it is definitely a great representation on mainstream wrestling. Yeah. He, he drank his blood. blood. He did drink his blood. And he spit it out, yeah. Is that a real spot? Yeah. They I probably heard about it. they taught that in school. <laughs> <laughs> Although Vampiro I would bite Gene Growl 101 or what? Yeah, I would bite people <laughs> and make them bleed. Yo, the brood theme fucking slaps to this day. Right? <laughs> yeah. Hey? I agree. Just that just that <laughs> ASMR breathing at the beginning. Oh. I used to have one of those uh those uh WWF uh fucking CD albums. Yeah, man. And all their fucking title music and stuff Who like that. I didn't yeah. have one of those in the in the uh, upstairs era. Oh man. I had this. I loved it uh, uh, going on with the Stone Cold Austin, the, uh, Stone, Stone Cold Steve Austin theme. That was like one of my yeah, favorites. But, but did you have the honky tonk man singing his own? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, the honky tonk man! I remember coming to your town in a pink Cadillac, man. Yeah, man. Dude, I've been waiting for the honky tonk man. man's last match. He posted like two years ago during the Corona that he was training for his last match, and I'm still waiting for it. How old is he now? I don't know. Oh, he's got to be in the I, went to, right? that with you, I went to see Ricky the Dragon Steamboat in North Carolina for his last match. He's like 70. How was it? It was awesome. It was fucking it was incredible. Say, I got hammered drunk in yeah. the front row with my buddy Dustin on White Claw. I got fucking it was awesome. <laughs> you and fucking White, White Claw. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> you didn't learn your lesson. Oh, my God. <laughs> there goes that, uh, there goes that I'm never drinking again attitude. Wait, 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 wait. That was Casey. long before the fucking last. Casey. That was long before the show, Mongoose. What? What flavor White Claw? Is yeah, it? just tell me. It's oh, not I black variety pack. I it believe he gets me. the But which one is your favorite? Yeah, I like dick. the. Like I, one. Like is a strong. Dick, I like. I do like the dick one. Yeah, you um, like the one that tastes <laughs> like chicken pox. I do like the dick one. Yeah, but the lime is my favorite. You like? Oh my god! The lime. You have Dick it's a and Cider? Drink. It's <laughs> yeah, I heard Dick was a cider. Yeah. yeah. You didn't even Lime, man. Lime's the best, man. Casey, I just need to interject. Go ahead. Please. As, as the only lady here this evening, and Sorry. she's going to the... call you a pussy. Bingo. <laughs> 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 like, never once has that shit ever crossed my lips or my thought, like, Process to cross my lips, like Jesus Christ, Casey. ever. I tell ever, you what, when never. I went in to buy it, I bought two cases. And I walk up to the thing, they said, "Well, the tamp aisles over there. If you need to go." Right. <laughs> Seriously, Merchant dude with the whiskey bottle. We had to drink all of this. He here? Yeah, Malort, Mark, Ron. Yeah. He's down there. Right right here. Here. Oh, that, down there. Yep. Oh, there yeah. you are. You know what? I, actually, I'm going to take. You know what, Mike? How we take a shot, yeah. Malort together? No, no. Come on, Mike. Come on. I don't have any with me. Your knees will be fixed. Your knees don't will be fixed. Don't be a Casey, Mike. You're doing a shot with me, Mike. Come on. You're doing a shot with me. Ron, I'll tell you what. John, John drank like three shots voluntarily. John's an alcoholic. <laughs> he was pretty. He was pretty lit. He was pretty lit. But he, he, like, I'm like, dude, why are you doing that again? He goes, oh, it doesn't taste too bad now. I'm like, yes, it does. Hey, you Ron. know what's fucked up? Like, Malort is like a town's drink. Like, people in Chicago. what? 
Chicago, yeah, they love Malort. Fucking Chicago, first of all. Hey, Casey and Ray, this is Matt from Quad Pro Quo. I'm just uh, sorry we couldn't make it on your uh, holiday extravaganza. Just wanted to wish you guys a happy holiday and a happy new year from all of us here at Quad Pro Quo. And uh, hopefully you can tune in uh, January when we do Cage Match 2024. Hey, I don't have Malort, but Mike, I'll do a shot with you and Ron of something if you guys want to do a shot. Mike D, Mike D, run, run, run. (laughs) New Year's Eve, guys. All right, so let's go ahead. Let's go ahead. Oh, wrong bottle. That's ever. (laughs) Ron, I don't have Malort, but I'll do a shot with you of something. All right. No, seriously, Mike. I don't don't know. What do I have, Kelly? Go get a beer. At least a beer. Get me a beer. A little shot of vodka here. I could do. Hang on, all I got is a beer. Hang on tight. Don't do it Are yet. Are we doing something too? Is this like a, a mandatory thing or something? I mean, probably the right move. Everybody's got everybody's got a, like a, a whole bottle of something. All right, uh, we, got we've got water. some red breast. We are we got water some water. Uh, red bush. I got a red bush. Oh, morning. red bush. Well, you take this one. This one you like this one better, or you like that one? Better? Oh, this one, Ron. I have no glass. I, I I would love to do it, but I don't have a glass here. But you drink from the bottle. Oh, well, you don't, don't need a glass. You need a bottle. Man, a glass. Put your lips on the neck, Mike. I got some rum chata. Are you doing a toast there, Ron, to everybody for the New Year's to wrap us up? Fuck Does yeah. Does that count? Does that count? Say the toast. I oh, wrong count. Toast this is our longest know. episode, Casey. It's just for you yeah, boys. Right? All right. It goes to the best network on the Salute. fucking podcast. Best podcast network ever. Seriously. Fuck yeah. Oh, whoop, whoop. Hell yeah. All the podcast network. network. Amazing pods. Check them out. I'm spilling my drink. I'm ready to fucking drink. Cheers, everybody. Is that Malort? Cheers, Cheers everybody. Cheers. Happy to be a part. Yo, what's up? I'm Joel. I'm Shane. We're from Horsing Around. We just want to wish everybody in the Deluxe Edition Network community and Horsing Around community a happy new year, a Merry Christmas, or whatever you celebrate. Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, Shane's Shane's dad's house. Anyway, one love. Thank you guys so much for hanging out. Happy New Year, everyone. Everyone run down their, uh, their plugs real quick. Sarah, we'll start with you. Uh, IAPradio.com. Come check out the less glamorous side of sports. Thank you very much for joining us tonight. Happy New Year. Happy Mike, New Year. from Take on the World. Hey, check out Cinema 7. <laughs> We're not there yet. Calm down, Mike. <laughs> oh, you just said plug everything. I was talking to Mike from Take on the World. Happy, Take on the world. Sorry, Happy Mike. New Year from Take on the World. From me, John, Nathan, Lexi, and Deborah. You're dressed as Santa Claus? Yes. Oh. <laughs> I'm still in the Christmas spirit, bro. Oh, happy birthday. <laughs> Mike Mongoose, plug your son's show. He's got a great podcast. Cinema 7. Yeah, we're going to get it. Talk about it. Put it in the comments here. Look it up. Figure it out. Put links in the description there, Casey. Yeah, I will. You know, so they do, uh, what do they do? Talk about video games, movies, wrestling, you name it. We're going to get him added to the network uh, very soon. Get him. Make him do something, will you? Very safe. I will. (laughs) Mike and Jimmy, Bacon is my podcast. Plugs, please. Bacon is my podcast is available on all streaming networks as well as StrangerhoodTV.com tomorrow. 
January 1, 2024, we have the Bimpy Awards where we wear the wonderful attire. We have musical guests. We've got awards. It's great. It's a lot of fun. And we have uh, people from the past year come and celebrate with us. So check us out, baconsinmypodcast.com. Yeah, we talk to people and find out what their bacon is. So yes. what's your bacon? At what's your at, at uh, bacon is my pod on all socials. So this is the podcast making public transit taking kiss stealing wheeling dealing son of a gun Tim the nerd, and I'm Professor Aubrey, the greatest legal mind in the Pacific Northwest. We are the host of Friends Talking Nerdy, and we want to wish everyone at the Deluxe Edition Podcast and I, the Deluxe Edition Network. Oh, nice. Yeah, both of them. Yeah. Yeah, not just one. Mm, love you. them both. All right. Happy New Year. Very happy. Maddie Marlowe. Yeah. Um, happy yeah. New Year, everybody. You know, uh, check us out. The Real Drunks join me, Jake, and uh, Daniel. You know, we uh, drink a lot of beer, alcohol, watch movies. We do a little watch along with the movie as we uh, talk about it and go off the rails. <sighs> One thing I wanted to mention, hey, can we give a shout RIP to uh, Shane McGowan, who passed away from the, the Pogues? One of the composers yes. of one of the greatest yes. fucking yeah. Christmas songs of all time. Godspeed. Yes. Cheers to that. It's a sad day, but hey. But yeah, check us out. It's Real Drunks at Instagram. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, that's R-E-E-L, like movie real drunk. Thank you, buddy. Ron, the ambassador, our OG. The voice. Yes. The voice of the network. Uh, check us out. Barrel H Flick, seriously. Uh, from uh, Happy New Year from Ragnar, Stu, Chase, Goot. And uh, seriously, we we are having a great new fucking year. I mean, this is I'm I'm so crazy. It's crazy that we're on a fucking fourth season right now. And uh, there's one episode that everybody's going to look forward to. It's the Highlander episode. There can only be one where we're going to be oh. drinking. Oh. Oh. Yes. So I'm here for it, Ron. I'm here yeah, for it. It's going to be a crazy insane. episode. That's our two hundred favorite. Favorite all kind of movie right there. 200. Oh, 200th nice. episode, yeah. Oh, crazy, including our, our bonus tasting room episodes. So we're actually Called. almost a 300 or something like that. I don't know. We, we have a shitload of episodes. but And Ooh. also, we just did our radio play for Christmas for Bad Santa. We are now working on the script. And Which working. is fucking awesome, by the way. Thank you. It is really yeah. awesome. Yes. I, I, you, you sent it to me, by the way. Oh, yes, I did. You got it. Yeah. You got a. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's fucking great. Coming out Christmas Day. Um, or it already came out. Of course, uh, <laughs> but we're working on Monty Python's The Life of Brian right now. On the end of The Bad Santa, there's a little five-minute preview of the intro, so you get to hear our... Uh, it's it's embarrassing. <laughs> Ron, we're going to we're going to we're going to do our episode we've been planning for like 6 months now. We're going to do it soon. Everybody else here guys, Mike, Jimmy, Sarah, Mike, we're going to we're going to get you on our show. We would love to do that. Yeah. Same. Same I got these. If you watch the Highlander, the movie in the beginning, it's all about wrestling, baby. They're no, in Madison right. Square Garden. Fabulous Freebirds, baby. Yes. yes. So, oh, speaking of which, uh, what do you guys think of the Iron Claw movie that just came out? Oh, that, oh, that I gotta, looks amazing. I got to go see it. Yeah. You yeah. know, I'm a big Zac Efron okay. fan, so I'm going to see it. So what I've heard <laughs> is it's a great movie based on a family that's seen a lot of tragedy, but it yes. is not a wrestling movie. Yeah. Oh. 
Yeah, no, well, it's, it's all about that haircut they put on Zach. I'll cry. <laughs> I'll definitely cry. Speaking of movies, though, I got to recommend Napoleon. Check out Napoleon. It was a great movie. Look at oh, okay. right. uh, Real quick, real quick, before we wrap up, uh, something I just thought of. Uh, we'll start with Sarah. If you want someone to start on an episode of your podcast, what episode should they start on? That's good. Good. Ooh, when I join, um, that will be it's uh Meth Gators, I believe. I can't remember the title. It's from so long ago now, but uh, yeah, my first episode. I'm actually gonna make a list. Yeah. I want to listen to all these episodes you guys talk about. So awesome. Let me tell you. Ray, Meth Gators. How about you, buddy? When Meth was, Gators when was the best in fantasy of- football. Oh, I'm gonna go. I like the one we did with with uh, BAF. That's my favorite because uh, I get to tell the story about how I got the the drink out of the bar. Oh, the, uh, that, the Elvis. Dude, that was so amazing. The yeah, Elvis episode. episode. So, so uh, if yeah, yeah quick information for everybody: if uh, if you ever have to get a drink to be on Ron's podcast, go to the bar, order a drink, and then wait. And when someone walks in, say, "Oh, there's my family." Take your drink and walk out the fucking door. <laughs> take it home. It's awesome. That, that, was great. Was amazing. That, is, that is a true fucking story. That's what I did for that drink. What was, that was, the the drink? was that what it was? A blue Hawaiian? The Blue yeah. Hawaiian. It was Blue Hawaiian. Elvis episode. Yep. Oh, man. We have another yeah. episode with you guys coming up that we're going to be recording here, too. Yeah, very I'm soon, pretty yeah. excited about that one because uh, I don't think people understand. Uh, uh, my rap background. I don't. I don't think people understand how I loved uh, early rap. See, I, I, I like know here, Casey, because Casey, I was like, all right, so you have to pick. I want everybody to pick a rap, favorite gangster rap song, and Casey's like, I don't have one. I don't like rap or something like that. You never gave me one, so now I got to figure out what the fuck I'm gonna do for you. But uh, yeah, we're doing straight out of Compton with them, by the way. Oh, fuck yeah! Oh, awesome. nice. I was, nice. I was like, oh yeah, cruising Solid down the street choice. in my six four. I'm like, I'm ready to go. Let's fucking do <laughs> Ron, I, I love that. I love oh, yeah, that right. I just recorded with these guys earlier, like last week. Here, fucking Ray. <laughs> we were we were supposed to talk about the night before, and we never and did. At the end of the podcast, Ray goes, "Yeah, we'll have you back on and talk about this actual fucking movie." <laughs> we never talked about the movie. <laughs> we barely oh, touched hilarious. on this movie. Uh, it was great, though. It was awesome. All right, yeah. take on the world, Mike. I would say because we. Like we have 112 episodes out there, plus oh. our our gear reviews and the beer reviews, which I don't count in that 112. But I would go back to our last one, which is uh, the uh, serial killer nun, serial uh, killer. Miriam Solacutis. It was interesting. There was there's a lot of good information there. I love the history behind it. So that was a good one. Yeah, very good episode, man. I love your uh, love your show, man. I'm so glad that uh, you started podcasting. Well, it's because of you, dude. I started because of you. Thank you me. had me on your 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 old podcast, and I just fell in love with it. When I was sitting there just rapping with you, I fell in oh, love with it. He's a rapper. Yeah, I can rap. <laughs> old school. Old G. Uh-huh. Mike and Jimmy from Bacon is my podcast. Where should everyone start with your show? Yeah. Man, dude. I don't know. It depends on what you're into. You know, like we have we have episodes with paranormal people. So if you're into that, grab a Patty Negri episode because she was Dave, fantastic. Dave Schrader. Dave Schrader. Um, we have wrestling episodes. We talked to Eric Bischoff. We talked to the Godfather. Uh, we talked to the Godfather. Beer so City Bruiser like, a number of times. So grab those or like we 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 do episodes where we just get drunk and talk shit about whatever comes. So. 
Music, okay. if you, if Man, you like music. Go random, grab one. Grab if something you like recent. Music, what's uh, your favorite? Dude, under what, what's your favorite episode, though? What's your well, favorite? I, so, 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 spoiler alert, we're going to say it to, we're going to tell you guys today, no. and it's going to happen tomorrow right. on the Bimpies, but the listeners have, have spoken, and uh, best episode goes to Spencer Chamberlain of Under Oath. Okay, so grab the episode with Spencer Chamberlain of Under Oath. All right. Man, nice. So I guess we we do that. All right, very cool. Well, Matt, we also well, had some really good ones. Oh, the, the one about the uh, the, the differing points of view. Hey, with, you know what? We're my, just so my good girlies. at this. We're just so good at this. <laughs> Look at his jacket. It changes color. Like it's, it says, a sweet jacket. Does have a right? battery? No, there's no batteries. No, 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 no. This is analog. Awesome. It's like oh. the pillows. Nice. <laughs> Matty Marlowe, your favorite episode. Where oh, you know, support? so I would say because we are going through some change right now. We just added Daniel on a couple episodes ago. It it, it totally changes the, the dynamic of the show. But so I would say if you're going to start an episode, start at our Big Lebowski episode hmm. or a Home Alone movie. 2 episode. Yes. In my um, top five. Now, if if you you're gonna go back further to our catalog, one of my favorite episodes we released last year it was our tripod episode, where we did it with uh, my buddy Josh from Hoist and Heavies and Brad from PDK. We did Krampus. That was one of my favorite episodes we had done previously. But if you're gonna start now, start with our the way we're going now with our Big Lebowski and our uh, Home Alone two episode. Those are the we have. Those awesome. are some of my favorites just because the dynamic with Daniel now is so much different and great. Not that it wasn't great before, but now this is the direction we're going and we love it. So elevated. It's yeah. elevated. There nice. you go. Very awesome. cool. Thank you, man. Ron, how about you, buddy? Um, I'm gonna pick just a couple, like maybe like three episodes. Oh, no, you have no, one. You only really get one. Oh, you you get one. one. Come on, one. one. There can only be one. There can only be one. <laughs> we can't. We, we said like five. Oh, so we got All right, no. If I had to pick one, I'm gonna be a narcissist because this is the one I host hosted. But it is. Yeah. It has one of the best fucking rants at the end between me and Predator. Stu. And she, yep, that's it. Predator yeah. legacy <laughs> episode. Is probably one of my favorite episodes I've ever done. I was very happy of how I hosted it. It had a lot of hilarious moments. It had a horrible drink that I paid a fucking shitload of money for. Horse soldier whiskey suck or bourbon. But it's got probably the last 25 minutes is probably one of the most funniest things you'll ever listen to. It's just, I love that episode. Yeah, that that was Predator Legacy. It, 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 we cover all the movies. We call it even the Alien versus Predator movies. But, the, you know, it, it's our show the way it is. Punishments and everything else. But if you want to listen to our show and see what our show is like, listen to Predator Legacy, and that's probably the best one to start with. So, awesome. Can I just awesome, say, man. I have so much sympathy for you, Ron, because you get fucked so much on your show. All the time. Yeah, I mean, if, you get If Ron had a better <laughs> command of the English language, he wouldn't have to drink so much <laughs> on the show. I just feel like, I feel like Stu like, targeted hard. you hardcore. <laughs> My brother-in-law, of course, is going to fucking target me. <laughs> he just I'm, calls you out and I'm like, man, cut the guys a fucking slack. He doesn't. But you know what? It's good content for the show, so we have a good time. It's And they goat, they goat you into screwing it up. Oh, Every yeah. We have we have highlight reels of Mike mispronouncing shit. I just shit and everything else trying to defend everything. When I'm trying to get him fucked, I end up getting fucked. Uh, yeah, it, 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 it's, that's the way our show is, but that's Barrel H Flicks. So. We always get 
our buddy uh, King of the Hoisters. I'm sure you know him, Ron. Oh yeah, he, he always he will always fact check me. Like I'll get a message from right after release episode. Hey man, actually this I'm like, okay man, <laughs> All right, man I get it. <laughs> Yeah, that's the worst. I'm half like, drunk right now, bro. That's the worst. When you're all fucked up and you make a mistake and then you yeah. listen back to it and you're like, ah, oh, god damn it, I sound fucking stupid. <laughs> I that's why you never week. listen back. Yeah. Yeah. Never, I never week. listen back. I sound that way sober, so. Yeah, yeah. same. There you go. Yeah. Hmm. I never sound sober. stupid because sober. I never listen to myself. Yeah. See, that's, I don't like podcasts. I don't listen to them. I just, I think they're a waste of time. Yeah. I listen to all. I listen to all your. Guys. Yeah, I listen. I listen to podcasts constantly. I listen to consistently, um, because I just don't have the time anymore. Now, a year ago, I was my job. I was able to listen to podcasts all day long, but I listen to mostly the network podcast shows now. Yeah, um, and you guys are among them. So yes. All summer long, when I'm I'm watching my inmates and I'm I'm mowing or whatever I'm doing, I have my earbuds in and I got a podcast on. Yeah, that's usually how I am when when I'm driving around. Um, that's like I because I used to work in grounds for a for a uh, school district, and when I would do <laughs> ground stuff, I always have my earbuds in. Now I don't do that anymore. I, I got promoted, so. I have to be able to hear shit people call me and stuff so I don't get a chance to listen to them. I don't well. have to worry about ever getting promoted. <laughs> so the thing is, my influence always was talk radio. Talk radio was always my influence. Uh, yeah. Donna Mike Joe, yeah. uh, the Howard Stern, Opie and Anthony. Yeah. Opie and Anthony, oh, dude. Yeah. yeah. They, they were things. really fucking good back in the day. Oh, yeah. yeah. And WNEW days, I got, to, I got to listen to them like in New York when they were in this like rinky dink little fucking studio and yeah. uh, they got arrested. Because of uh, sex for Sam, yeah, I remember they, that. Oh my, they I, were I, fucking I, great, too. Fantastic. I, I, I have all that old downloaded shit, even all the Howard Stern before he became a fucking dumbass. Because his shit sucks now. It's all just yeah. yeah. I like his old shit where he actually, yeah. you know, had fun on his show. Give uh, me the whack pack TV. all day. Yeah. Yeah. Eric the midget. Give me Eric uh, the midget. Yeah. We yeah. 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 almost had a whack pack here on the network. Oh yeah, that'd be great. Someone, uh, well, there's a few of you who know uh, who the whack pack would have been. Um, but thank you guys so much for thank you guys so much for joining us. Wait, Casey, would you like some making fuck? <laughs> hey, hey, Casey, you never said what your favorite episode was. Oh, I, I wasn't sure if anyone was going to ask me. Well, I'm asking you right now. <laughs> but also, it. would you also like some making fuck? I would love to make fuck. <laughs> yeah. uh, my favorite okay. episode, uh, I would six have to say... Please, Mike, go ahead. No, there's six kind of fuck. Pity fuck? Love fuck? I don't know. <laughs> Chinese girl says it in the movie. <laughs> uh, that was uh, Downsize. Yeah. A Matt Damon movie. That's <laughs> it. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Matt Damon, my favorite episode, I would have to say, if you want to start on any episode with us, start with episode number 69, the one that Ray started on, Uh, but my favorite episode that uh, Ray has been on is, uh, wait for him to plug his earphones back in here real quick. I love every episode where Ray's just completely faded and fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite. So number 69 through now. <laughs> <laughs> any, any, 
Anytime one of his team wins, he's fucked up. <laughs> he hammered. There he is. I love it. What's my favorite. Problem? My favorite episode. I'm <laughs> putting you is, over, man. I I put you over all the time, buddy. My favorite episode is uh, the one. I'm not sure of the number, but it was with A. T. Sharma. He is a, a director, and it, like, I don't know if you guys know this, but I put a lot of fucking research into these episodes. I do a lot of research. I watch almost every episode that uh, these people have ever been in, like any podcast that they've ever been on. And Mike, please stop that. (laughs) (laughs) And I try to watch like any of their old movies, a lot of their movies that like maybe people haven't seen stuff like that. So, we got scheduled to do this uh, A.T. Sharma, and he is like a fucking ghost on the internet. It's very hard to find any information about him at all. Um, he did a movie recently called Hypnotica, and it's a, it's a great fucking movie, and one of the best interviews I think we've done, because I did basically zero research for it, and we just like actually had like a, a cool conversation with him. Yeah. And uh, I got also pretty hammered. So um, well, now you know how I do the podcast. We were just talking about. That's, That's how me and Johnny do it. But now uh, AT was uh, was fucking amazing because he, he's got like he's like a teacher or some shit. Like he's got like professional degrees. And this guy just started dropping F-bombs. And he was just yeah. like, I was like, holy shit, this is like a real dude. Yeah, like, yeah. This is somebody I would go to the bar with, and I did not see that coming. That was no, good. Not at all. That's more the, often, no, he's a, more often than not, like we we we, you know, Jimmy does some research. I listen to a podcast or two, just like figure shit out. But like on the overall, if if you're just like talking to somebody else, regardless of who it is, you know, like if it's a crazy top notch like celebrity versus or like a new up and coming band or whatever it is like just talk to them. Yeah. Everybody's people. That's the thing, man. I get so nervous. Not everybody's people. Everybody poops. They're they're not, not everyone is people like Ray said, but for the most part they are. But, and I get super fucking nervous, like before every show and Ray's like, fuck dude. Right. Oh, Ray's like, God. why are you like this? It's, they're just regular fucking people. Like, <laughs> calm down. Ray's helping you there, though. He is. Yeah, I, I'm trying. He's not wrong. Awesome. He's not Mongoose. wrong. I'll, I'll, let you, I'll let you know a little secret there, Casey. I actually do do research. I know you do. The shtick, though, just, is, is that I don't. I say I never do research. All right, that that part I have to fucking edit out now. Dude, Mongoose. liar! <laughs> the liar. I can't Mongoose. listen to this anymore. What? You're not a podcaster, but <laughs> no. you are a pro pro wrestler for many, many years. Please tell us uh, the favorite, your favorite pro wrestling match that you've ever had. Ooh. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. Let me think. Let me think. Because it would have been when I was in a lot better shape. Did you ever take a swanton? <laughs> yes, I did. 300 plus I'm table. I'm going to tell you a story about Marshall. Marshall Law and I had a wrestling match. And I said to Marshall Law, I said, listen, bro, watch Vader and Sting, and we'll do the exact same match. And it was 
it was awesome. It was. We did all, we did almost everything except for like I put them on the table and the table collapsed, right? Yeah. So <laughs> I I still did the splash though off the top rope. I didn't stop. I just went ahead and finished the match with the splash off the top rope, even though the table collapsed because you got to keep going. There's no, there's no outtake. You can't start over. So, I mean, that was, that's really, and that's not because he's here. That's one of my favorite matches because I just love sting. And in the beginning I had the blonde hair and I put face paint on and kind of acted like that and screamed and hollered. But uh, that was one of my favorites. I think that was an awesome match, and it is also one of my favorites. Not just because Mongo's is sitting there. It, yeah. it actually, like I, when I tell stories about my favorite match, that's the one I always bring up. Yeah, it's, nice. it was pretty cool. That's awesome. Because Vader and Sting were pretty awesome. Because you know he he took the beating from the big guy, but come out victorious. And you know I had to give my payday to Marshall to let me win, but it was all right. <laughs> no, but if you're gonna listen to Cinema Seven, I'd listen to the one that he talks. About, my kid talks about loss, like losing a family member or somebody close to you, and you know he kind of gets in depth about that because he's not a big believer. But because we lost my uh, mom last year, that's one of his shows that he did. I don't oh, know, yeah. but yeah, thanks. But that's a Pretty heartfelt episode. It's uh, kind of one of my favorites, but because I'm not a gamer, but I'm a movie, and he's probably going to do a podcast soon about Godzilla minus one. Because all I've been wow. hearing about is how great the movie is. So yeah. I'm sure I gotta let my son watch it. He's a big Godzilla guy now. All of a sudden, yeah. I actually see it. it. Actually, looks pretty fucking good. Yeah, I got, yeah everybody's talking about ninety eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes or whatever it is, and that's supposed to be. You know, one of the gimmicks that you go to for uh, checking things out and see if it's good or not. So, yeah, but, guys, you know, thank you so much for uh, for hanging out with us, Mongo's. Uh, you know, it, it sucks that the love bug died this this past year, but right. uh, it uh, it you know it brought us all closer. I think me, you, Mongo, uh, me, you, Mike, and a lot of the other guys that are in uh, the wrestling uh, community that we all trained with. I was glad to see you guys did there. That that was fun to watch you guys and see the uh, the heart between all of you guys towards this uh, this wrestler and everything. I thought it was really yeah. great to see. Great dude, great dude. That's all I can say. Mike is my brother. You know that? It's just the the truth. The guy was uh, just amazing. He was like an angel left here for us for a while. So I don't know yeah, what I else to say. To, I was hoping to make it to that show. I, and I talked to Casey a little bit about it. I just wasn't able to do it. It's kind of a long trek for me, but yeah, it was just a yeah. Three sorry about you guys' loss. You want to watch us? A couple of fat guys roll around, get out of breath. It's on YouTube. Love Bug Memorial. Um, <laughs> I just don't it's, true, it's true. I, yeah, I, I actually it. have to. I have to message uh, who was the commentator that got thrown out. Uh, you had him on your show recently, Mike. Take on the world, Scott. Oh, Scott Cass. Scott Cass, yeah. What is his uh, his Sebastian working name? McCool. Sebastian McCool. Yeah, I actually have to message him because I I actually just watched the show the other day, and he he legitimately seemed concerned about when I got thrown over the top rope <laughs> when he was commentating, and so I have to message him about that because it, it, it sounded legit when he smacked me in the beginning. 
He was he was afraid I was gonna come back in the locker room after him. But I told him, hit me with all you got, dude. Hit me with yeah, all you I, got. I told all you guys, if I'm in the ring with you, I'm gonna be stiff as shit. Because one, <laughs> I'm drunk and uh I wanna hit you. I mean, everyone saw your frontal, so was he stiff yeah. as shit? Sarah for the win. Playing turtle all night. <laughs> Happy New Year, everyone. Thank you so much for hanging out. Happy New Year. The Deluxe Happy Edition Year. Network Holiday Extravaganza Round 2. We appreciate you. See Thank you, so you much. later. Love you guys. Love you guys. Love you all. See you later.